Bollocks. Done. <laughs> right, we're oh, I think I have my opinion of that. Are we ready? ready? You recording? Let's do it. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This call is being recorded. You never know. Yeah, we're ready. Go. This call is being recorded. Oh, I just turned mine on too. That's going to double back up. Oh my god, how many backups have a backup of a backup? Back, back up, back, 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 back up. Well, Backtrack. The better engagers. Gee, 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 the other fellas will tell you about every single day. This week, news, reviews, and everything. Stew story time, and cheese game. Here comes Duke with a soundbite savior. Is today's hectic lifestyle making you tense and impatient? Shut up and get to the point! Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. The interesting thing about that is... Now, I don't know, Duke. I kind of liked it. Hello, and welcome to show 161 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Have you quite finished yet? <laughs> I think I'm oh, done. No, um, well, there's our new listeners <laughs> gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't wonder what the hell they're listening uh, to. What the hell is this shit? The show is very good. One of the hosts is very politically minded. I'm yeah. going to give it a listen. <laughs> that was better than any soundbite. That's all. That's I right. <laughs> it's better. Look, it was came out of your real mouth and everything. That's <laughs> my not my <laughs> fake mouth and my armpit here. <laughs> your real yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, how is everyone? I'm disappointed. Wow. Why? Because I do journal writing at the start of class every day. Ten minutes of writing about a different topic every day, and some topics generate, shall we say, controversial discussions. So on those days when I expect controversial discussions, I don't plan on doing other things in class, and I schedule them like maybe once every you know five weeks or so. So today I have the journal topic: What is your, the worst movie you've ever seen, and why? Or make a list of the bad movies you've seen. Bring and as you can imagine. What? Bringing down the house. I've never seen that, so I don't know. But as you can imagine, people have very strong opinions about that topic, right? Right. You'd think so, yeah. You'd th- yep, think yep. so, but not today. <laughs> All my students were like comatose today. I had to like pull teeth to get anybody to talk about movies. And this one kid's like, I don't watch movies. I'm like, what? That? What? Huh? So I'm just like, so no, I don't get these kids today. How do I reach these kids? It's uh. So no, no, no one said the room then. No, I had to bring up the room, and it's funny though because at the end of the day, I had one student who's like, I saw that. I was like, yes, it's not a room, it's the room. <laughs> so see, there you go. As long as you get that one, but that was fine. one class. The other classes, everyone's just looking at me like, what? And even when I said, like, oh, I hate Transformers, they're like, usually they're like, how dare you? What's wrong with you? Michael Bay's awesome. And I'm like, you're an idiot. And, like, usually we're going to have some lively discussion. Not today. They're all just like, whatever. I don't care. 
It's like, well, it's always, yeah, hard, I can hard take to anything except people being boring. And I'm sorry, some of those students are just, ugh. So is it hard to salvage then, was he? Not really. I mean, I can keep going. I'll talk about stuff all day. But I'm used to them having things that I can then respond to. Like, sometimes people be like, I had a student one time who's like, the Star Wars movies suck. And I was like, get out now. And I was like, wait, you mean like episodes one, two, and three? He's like, no, no, I'm talking about the old ones. It's New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Those movies suck. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Dear, oh dear, so, oh dear. Whatever. I'm just frustrated by that. I, I, you know, anytime I expect things to happen a certain way and they don't, I mean, whatever. That's the way life is sometimes. But I, I get annoyed when class works that way. What's the look? Sometimes you want apples and you get oranges. What's one of the worst films you've ever seen? Uh, you. Do you know? I don't know. Probably Jaws 3D was it? <laughs> that was that was pretty terrible. Yeah, that's I remember right rightly. Yeah, and I, and I always remember which one was it? Freddy's Revenge in 3D as well, and you had to put your glasses on just for about a five minute section, then you had a terrible headache afterwards. <laughs> Sounds like yeah, a lot of games or movies. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, they were awful back in the day. That was when they were trying to do 3D at the pictures when they didn't really have it properly done, and it was. Um, Red and blue lenses. I've got a question for you then, for both of you. Awful. Have you ever walked out of a cinema? Yes. Uh, I'll tell you what. Naked Lunch. Naked really? Lunch. Yeah. It's a good movie. It it was weird. I was sat there going, yeah, "This weird. is just Based weird." Based on Burroughs' book. Not yeah. like every weird and shit game you play, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I fell asleep in Dracula. You know the new. Dracula's Bram not Stoke a great movie. Dracula. Well, I say new. It was. It's not new now. It's about ten years Keanu ago. Keanu Reeves and Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, huh. boring. God, I was bored. I didn't think it was boring, but I was on a blind. One of my only blind dates I ever went on was at that movie, and it was da, not a good movie for a blind. Bed. God, how long ago is that really? Then. God, it's probably longer than I think in that case. Hmm. Because obviously, presumably, that was before you were married. Then, did I'm you? Guessing. Oh yeah, that's long ago. It was a blind date whilst I was married. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Diane was not happy. Um, <laughs> no, so no. How did, was she? Was she a minga? What was the blind date like? Um, no, she was just boring. Like she just didn't have anything to say. Again, like it was this thing of like, oh, uh, just everything I said. I'm like, so you know, what do you, what do you think? Like there's an election coming up. I don't remember. I was like, so what do you think about this election? And she's like, I don't pay attention to that. Then she had and a I was like, After the movie, I was like, what do you think? She's like, eh, it was gross. She had a child. But you're a boring person. Get away from me. She had a child, and he's now in your class. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an opinion about anything. Now, I've got to say, though, David Cronenberg, he makes some weird films. You know, apart from weird. The Fly. He's... I mean, The Fly is probably the most mainstream yeah. thing he's ever done. But it's a... The, see, again, The Fly is a great movie. Oh, yeah. No, I don't mind that. The you know, thing about The Fly just... is, even though it doesn't happen, I always imagine the end. You know when he kind of... He's a big weird fly, and he makes the the girl shoot him, and he kind of lifts the gun up to him. All right, I, I like yeah. to kind of imagine that bit to go, kill me, but like it never happens. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because that's in the original. There's the dude. Yeah, the original. Help me. Oh, really? When he's in the in the spider's web at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, I didn't see the original, but but it's like a proper real fly. It's oh, not yeah. like you know, it's like kill a real me. fly. Help me. <laughs> Yeah, it does. That. So that's what Bart Simpson does. He goes, <laughs> and then the little <laughs> what was spider like, shakes his fist. What was that weird one he did with the gynecologist with uh, oh, uh, uh, Dead Ringers? Oh god, that, that was movie's weird. messed up. 
Oh, Dead Freaky. Riggers. It was made in 1988. Yeah, I remember that. Starring Jeremy Sorry. Irons. Wow, you have a really That's good memory, Chinny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really like the music in that one. It's by Howard Shaw. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. No. And we all remember Videodrome, don't Ooh, we? Oh, Videodrome's awesome. I love that movie. Yeah, 1983. All right, moving on. Scanners. Yeah. Scanners. That was kind yeah, of nice. was great in Videodrome. We should uh, introduce people. Scanners, 1980. See, if we'd have been in your class, Duke, it would have been perfect. I know, right? It would be an actual <laughs> conversation. Now, I'm just bracing myself tomorrow. What are your favorite movies? Whatever came out the last two years. Uh, <laughs> Anything Michael Bay made. Uh, see, but even then, I can, like, I can react to that. Like, you're wrong. Michael Bay's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried they won't say anything. I can deal with people being stupid or ignorant. I can't deal with people having no opinion about anything. Oh, well, you deal yeah. with us every week. Exactly. Oh, my. Exactly. Almost got you All right, introductions. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm the daddy, Stu, as always. So that's me. Uh, we've also got Chinny, all, all, also known as Mike. There you go. Good hell. Apparently. I know. <laughs> call me Mike. I know. Up police officers. Chinny for us. Chinny. Uh, and we've all also got Duke, otherwise known as Eric. There you Tell go. Tell what happened. Well... I woke up to go. Oh, get yes. And then I realized my tooth was hurting. Then I said, oh, Lord, Jesus is a toothache. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I called Shoreline Dental, and they got me in the same day. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> Put your dental care on the right track. Shoreline Dental. Everybody got time for that. Yeah. Did I walk? in on that rig tow money. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, you've got to... You've <laughs> got to aren't admire, selling making, that well lately. Yeah, it's making money out of it. Whatever, that's cool. That, you know, like she's made some cash. It is it. good. I just, I don't know. I'm worried. It's like on The Simpsons, the I didn't do it thing when Bart becomes famous. Like, I didn't do it. And he's like, God, doesn't anybody want to hear me talk about anything else? Say the line, Bart! I didn't yeah. do it. She's got a good voice, though. She does. Like, she seems like an interesting person, but all we ever hear is, I ain't got no oh, time. Um, you know what she's doing now? Do you know what she's up to? She's <laughs> no. In a music video with Will I Am. Really? Right. <laughs> and this is not a joke. And also, I, I've done way too much research on this woman. Um, she's going to be on the new season of Cheetahs. No way. Mm hmm. Wow. How could that all come from a fire? <laughs> she's only ever built she's not a person she's an internet sensation that's always how she's built today we're here with <laughs> internet sensation sweet brown yeah and yeah. They had, i saw a radio interview with her and they were asking her the uh hannibal burris questions so is your real name sweet brown yeah like your parents named you sweet brown yeah <laughs> like that, your birth certificate says sweet brown i think i watched the same interview because it was, was yeah. it a, a, a black woman and a white guy interviewing yeah. on a radio show yeah, yep, yep. yeah. yeah. how about sweet that brown. i got another sound clip here too Now that just sounds like the Skyrim theme, and it is, but it's by our favorite musician ever. <laughs> Any guesses, Chitty? Any guesses? Who's singing <gasps> that song? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> he moves his mouth to the side so he can breathe in. <laughs> you know what I've noticed about YouTube? Hey, Sunday. What I've, what I've noticed about YouTube is 
almost everybody that's on YouTube plays video games in some way <laughs> because there's always like a relation a relation to video games in anybody well it's, it's not it's not necessarily that they play video games he may or may not play Skyrim but he knows he can get people to look at his videos if he has a Skyrim thing in it yeah <laughs> so that's really the thing I'm looking at him he probably uh, plays Skyrim now, I've also got to say as well, I remember him being, I'm sure, was it America's Got Talent? He was on there as Dollar a King, guest. Doing, Dollar King. <laughs> doing, doing the chocolate rain thing on America's Got Talent. Oh, so. that, that happened on X Factor, or Britain's Got Talent, when that um, um, one pound fish, very, very, that guy went on, didn't he? Did you see him? <laughs> You're probably right. Come You're on, ladies. Right. Come on, ladies. Remember that? No, really. No. Well, this was an internet sensation. There's a guy... Um, on a market in London, and he'd sing this song, and this person filmed him, and he sang, Come on, ladies, come on, ladies, one pound feet, right? And he went on X Factor singing that song, and he's got his own music what? video. Duke, research, please. Oh, Tezande's yeah, got crazy music videos. I'm talking about God. one pound, go, in. come on, ladies, one pound fish. Put that on YouTube. Right, look at that. <laughs> come on. Come on, ladies, one pound. Come on, ladies. Then I look like a guy with fish. Tim Fall hat on my end. I mean, heaven. <laughs> yeah. Well, this week. Yeah. This week. Yeah, no, it's up. We do need to start off with. No. Oh, have you found it? Have you found it? <laughs> yeah, do you, do you fish song for me? <laughs> Welcome to the Veteran Gamers Video Game Podcast. <laughs> They're getting this guy in a market to sing for him. <laughs> Someday he'll start singing. Yeah, I don't remember that on the show. I mean, and I, you know, my wife loves that crap, so I have to watch it with. Actually, I say crap, but it's not guilty. Ten million views, man. There, there you go. There you go. Craziness. Um, but yes, to start off this week, we do need to do some corrections from last week. Well, about the pizza. Let's do that way. You see, you jump into conclusions, and I haven't even said what we need to correct. I'm admitting what I was wrong about. I thought you'd be happy. You jump into conclusions. What's that, though? Like? There's something else you need to correct first. We've got a, we've got a few corrections, right? First of all, Duke apparently, and these these have all come from uh, school duggerer uh, 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 Richard. Uh, he says, uh, yeah, Duke said dead souls instead of dark souls when we referring to, and we didn't correct him. Oh yeah, so, you know that uh-huh. that happened. Uh-huh. And the biggest one was one that I did, uh, where I said. What happened to that metric pizza podcast instead of virtual pizza podcast, which is, uh, metric you know, metric pizza. pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard on the didactic syncast as well, I'm mistaken. It was funny because you said superintendent. No, but you spent a saying superintendent, but you said super Nintendo. It's <laughs> no, that wasn't a mistake. That was me referencing The Simpsons. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Of, of course it was. I didn't, I didn't know that was a reference to The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. There's an episode where I'll probably be able to find it. Go ahead. Anyway, just to say, it's it's the virtual pizza podcast, not the metric pizza podcast. There you go. <laughs> so, and as soon as he said it, I went, oh, God, I did. <laughs> you know, Here we go. Like, I found it. Hang on. Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so every, I don't say the word superintendent anymore. When he comes to see our classroom, I always say, oh, hi, Super Nintendo uh, Culver. 
<laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> but anyway, before we get off this, you know, and, and it's already, Wait, we're already off it. But, but uh, I, I have sent a soundbite for uh, Duke to play just to remind us of what was said last week. Let's have a listen to that. Now. Okay, Let's here we go. You ready? It's 52 seconds. Damn. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a scene. Right. Okay. Yep. I need to talk about this. because. So it's not enough that we admit you're right. You need to... Yes, well... Oh, God. Just keep playing. Man. Pause. Kay and I have been debating whether he was like, did that 16 million times to get that pizza to land on the roof, or it just happened and then they wrote the rest of the script around that bit. Or is it was... He threw it up. They did it first take. It was magic. Yes, that's what happened. No, 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 because we need to listen. Oh, God. It's CGI. It's CGI. Do you think? It is. Nailed it. <laughs> do you know what I see? And I said to Kay, what are the chances that him flinging it like that, that would happen? See, the thing is with CGI, um, I, I'm, I hate to break this to you, Stu, but you know the yeah. film yeah. Up? Oh, yeah. Not real. You know the film Toy Story? Wait, wait, wait. What about Up? Uh, it's not real. None of it's real. What are you talking about? Exactly. I saw it. There is a dog and there's Boy Scout and the old man. Squirrel. So, are you telling me Up is real? Is this what? No, no. What I wanted to get at was how much bloody grief I got last week about not doing how CGI works, etc., etc., etc. Oh, are you talking about from us? Yeah. We didn't give you grief. We said that's well, you did. what happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chini was insinuating I was a bit thick because I didn't realize it was CGI. Shoot. Come on. I don't know if you're aware, this. but that's kind of what I do. Yes. <laughs> that's my thing. Exactly. Exactly. So I think, you know, I've already had an apology off you, but I think I need one off you, Chini. Well, you know, I because I was right. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I, I sent you a news article video. about it. And there's a YouTube video. Here, wait, I think I have the answer for this, and it's another Simpsons reference. Three, Marge. I remember that meeting, and I have a photographic memory. Legalized gambling is a bad idea. You can build a casino over my dead body. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. For you, it's present. Yellow. And then I said to the president, get this. Every, now, time we, every time Diane and I ever talk about what I remember and what I don't, I always go. And then I said to the president, because it's now, a un, bad memory. Unbeknownst to Duke, he's already had his punishment without even knowing. What punishment? <laughs> there is a man at your door with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God! I, <laughs> I sent him. I don't sent him a link. I'm not actually to, dead. I sent him a link to a great game for him to have a go of. Because I, I didn't play it yet. Just, Oh, you joking! I was busy uninstalling and reinstalling Skyrim because I thought oh, it's real. He hasn't played it. Damn yeah, it. joke's on you. Why <laughs> right, does it suck? Oh, big time. Well, now I'm not going to play it. Screw you. <laughs> I know. Damn it. Ah. No, you've got to play it anyway because I think Skyrim. I'm not Skyrim. No, I got time for that. <laughs> I got time for that. Yeah, you've got to play it. Just, just I'd love your views on it because it's, <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing Sounds ever. Shit. It's called the graveyard, and I'm not going to talk about it because I want to hear what Duke has to say. Guess what happens, right? There's this graveyard, and then a sausage comes out, then a boat comes along, picks up the sausage, and it all goes. No. Oh damn! I can't believe you didn't play it. I thought you played. I will eventually. Um, It's only short. It'll take you about five minutes tops, (laughs) if that. Uh, But this was sent to me by Jason, and he said Duke would love this, (laughs) and I played it. I went, he would definitely love this game. 
Um, so yeah, you've got to play that anyway. Damn it! God. Sorry. Um, uh, I haven't thought of a punishment for Ginny yet, but I'm thinking. I'm indestructible. <laughs> I think we need to punish each other if we happen to be wrong about a thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's fine to be wrong about something. But it's a way that you're sort of, you know, tell the other person that they're wrong when they're not. The you know what I mean? It was, or it's CGI. <laughs> no, I'll definitely win. I didn't go to the tape. Do you no. want to hear what I actually said? No, you went, or it's CGI. I believed I was right, and I admit that I'm wrong. Let's just leave. I just want to go on the record here, Stu. I definitely, definitely was trying to take the piss out of you. I know you Deal with it. I am well aware. Deal with it. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty impressive, though. It was impressive that we never, we haven't that. talked about gangs once. <laughs> first... We just talked about. Well, no, we were talking about Breaking yeah. Bad. The graveyard. Uh, first take. First take, though. Is yeah, kind that's of impressive. very impressive. All right, moving on. So, games. Talking about games. Okay, I I played a game on the PS3 this week. Eventually. 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 Which was eventually. Just eventually. Kind of. Because that's from. Uh, uh, faulty towers huh yeah yeah i love that line that's i always say it that way too how about that sorry go ahead Stu. but yes um eventually i played a game oh my god update, unbelievable update update yeah do you know what i thought if someone bought this new now and put it in and that's what they had to face you'd just be like this is the most ridiculous thing ever uh and that game was little big planet 2 and I haven't played it on my... Because, you know, my PS3 broke. And I haven't played it on my new PS3 since I got it. Which is quite a while ago now. So I popped it in. 19 updates. 19, count them. 19. It was just crazy. Uh, ranging in size from, like, maybe 12, 13 megs. And then two of them. One was 500 and odd megs. And one was a gigabyte. 19 updates. It took, to update it, an hour and a half to play it. We're not really talking about games. No, no we're talking about updates. I can't believe that. Playing, how, yeah. how crazy is that, though? Have you bought that new? Like, oh, Little Big Planet 2, I want to play that. Put it Daddy, in here. Daddy, can we play Little Big Planet? I can't wait to play it. Here we go, son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, we're going to have to wait three hours for an update. Daddy, well, I don't I... want to play it anymore because I'm fucking 18 years old. <laughs> Bearing in mind, right, I have pretty speedy internet. So for someone who's got a bit of slower internet, it would take twice as long to Some do. Some poor people. Yeah, poor people would take forever. I'll tell you what, one of my favourite shows on TV Dial up. Since we're not talking about games yet. Um, the Hotel. I fucking love The Hotel. Which what? is that? Is that the fly on the wall thing? Yeah. Is that the one in, in the Lake District? No, it's in, uh, it's in Torquay. Uh, they've moved the other one. There was one in the late. Right, no, it's, it's like Faulty Towers, but real. It's speaking, yeah. of, uh, speaking of talkie. You're going to forget everything you know about Nitwit. No, no. Dragonfly. Dragonfly, yes. See, see, see. Eventually. There you go. Classic. So, anyway, there is a reason I was playing Little Big Planet 2. Yeah, tell us now. Planet long time uh, but someone has done a super hexagon level on it Fuck. and i've got to say it is amazing that and it is almost identical it's, it's kind of amazing and they, they put their own little spin on it 
Um, so they've, they've added their own little levels and little flourishes. So if you put it on the super hard mode on Little Big Planet 2 version of it, uh, there's like spinny shurikens coming towards you at the same time as trying to dodge Shuriken. everything. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, but really, really impressive job. They put their own music on it and everything, and I'm just like, I don't know how they've done that in in the Little Big Planet creation. Thing. I bought my PS3 because of the Little Big Planet one. Yeah, couldn't give a shit yeah. about two. Two's great. I'd it forgot how good it probably is, Stu. It is. It is. You know, the creation stuff in that is a whole lot better. And I played a mini golf that someone had done as well, and that was kind of impressive. You know, I've, I'm going to get back into that. I played a bit of that. I forgot how great it looks. It just looks great. Just Didn't looks we play like a bit of the co-op shit? We probably did at some point. I'm sure we will have done. Probably. I'm sure we did. But honestly, it's it's such a great game. I've forgotten how good it was. You know, after the 19 updates had installed, you know, I could actually play something. It was kind of cool. So, yeah, so I played that. Now, as you know, my wife and daughter went to watch Little Mix on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So off they went. I was on, the, you know, a night alone, home alone. You know, video game night. Very pretty ladies, little mix. Yes. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, fortunately for me, I didn't have to go and listen to them. So I was at home. Good bridge. Um, good bridge on that one. Now we did say I was going to get back on Far Cry 3, didn't we? That was the 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 dealio. Yeah. That was what we did. So finish Far Cry 3, you fussy. <laughs> yeah, that he was going to finish uh, Deadly Premonition. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Deadly that didn't happen, did it? No, neither did the Far Cry 3 thing. Now, there's a reason it didn't. Though. There's a reason I didn't finish Deadly Premonition, yeah. <laughs> yeah I did, should I tell you? Uh, what, did, what, did I bring... No, you did it on the Overseas Connection. Oh. Overseas Connection, man. Great. I mean a bit. But anyway, anyway, the reason I didn't arrive, because we got uh, PlayStation Plus three months, didn't we, at Eurogamer last year. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't really remember when I activated it. So I activated Three months it ago. December time. So I was thinking, yeah, there's not much longer left on that potentially it's going to stop at any time and i downloaded vanquish you know because that was free on playstation that's Plus. a good game exactly so i thought you know what i better get this played and and so so i put about four hours into vanquish yeah um, that's a good game to put hours and hours into it's all right what are you talking about it's all right it's, it's awesome it's not a, is what you mean do you know chini went oh binary domains not it's very similar i've got it better say. than that it, though it's. It, I don't know whether I'd necessarily say. And you slide on your knees in binary domain. No, you can't. That's the biggest difference. But everything else is very similar. Right, you know, better. Lots of lots of enemies coming out. Better the same boss fights. Better environments. Funnier dialogue. Sliding around. Better. It's so cool. Smoother combat. Not, better design. Um, characters. Well, who cares about them? I'm not convinced. The boss fights like great in Vanquish. To be fair, I'm not, I'm not I was convinced. Splitting straws on characters, <laughs> mate. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, they're just different. But you're right; it's very slick. You know, the sliding around on your knees thing is cool. Uh, the the weapons are cool. I like the way you you sort of you know whichever weapon you've got equipped is the one that gets upgraded. That's kind of and cool. The way, I like, like that. You, you you change your weapon, it goes. Yeah, it's cool. What it's very slick. Like? Yeah, just like that. And it is like if a if a shooter developer, uh, sorry, a fighter developer, even beat 'em up developer, made a shooter, and that's exactly what it is. You know, platinum games. You know, usually make beat 'em up type games. You know, and they've made a shooter. This is how the meeting went. This is how the meeting went. Right, I want the game to be less. All right, a little bit more. Who invited Michael Winslow to be on this in this meeting? That's it. Um, I've absolutely no idea what the story is about. It's about 
some the guys trying to take over the world, but it's a woman and they engineer this whole thing to go wrong. What do you mean you don't know what it's about? Something like that, I guess. <laughs> it's a perfectly clear plot. It's <laughs> absolute what? no sense. Here, wait, I got something for plot holes. Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. <laughs> what do you sound like, dude? But you're right, it, it is a lot of fun to play, you know, having a lot of fun with it. And I'm kind of enjoying it, you know. It, it, I think the, the problem is, though, if you play it for quite a long period of time, which I did, you know, for like three or four, it is quite repetitive. You know, I did find that, you know, it does get quite repetitive after a while. So I think shorter bursts would have been probably better uh, than playing a long... Are you firing short... your gun in short bursts, you mean? That's a good idea. Well, no, shorter bursts of the game. Oh, so well, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's repetitive, but it's fun repetitive. Like, it's shooting things, which is great. Shooting things is always good. Shooting things is always yeah. I like the sniper rifle in it. That's kind of cool. You know, it's all like that. And I like the fact that every time you revive someone, you get something off them, you know, like yeah. some ammo or, you, go, you know, a gun just pops out of them. It's great. <laughs> I revive them and a gun pops out of them. Or some ammo pops out of them. Did you say or, when you revive people in real life, a gun doesn't pop out of them? Because that's I what think... I found in my CPR class. I don't think so. Never noticed. You're that. doing it wrong then. Maybe I am. One, two, uh, three. Hang on. And interspaced with that, I've been playing Witcher 2 again, so I've been getting into that on the PC version. That's because it's got boobs um, in it, true. It has got boobs in that is true. Is that why you play it? It is, I mean, exactly. all these right. games, that one has boobs. It does have boobs. And I've just got to say, I'm near the beginning. I've just uh, been to the hanging thing, so I've done Spoilers. that. Spoilers? No one knows it's a yeah. game. Uh, and uh, I'm just about to make my silver sword, because that's really important. Just I've heard mentioned that, that you need that silver sword. <laughs> you definitely do. You definitely, you I've got me blueprint. Yeah, yep, could yep. be a bit of a game breaker. Potentially, potentially. I've got the blueprint, so I'm off to sort that out. Game breaker. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. Maybe if they want to make it clear that you need to get your silver sword fixed, they should tell you how important it is. <laughs> By the way, that reminds me, Chinny. You mentioned at the start of the last Overseas Connection that uh, the loudest part of the Overseas Connection is when Greg starts off the show going, hey, welcome, everybody. And I was just wondering if you had any thoughts about what the loudest part of our show is. <laughs> I was wondering. I don't, I don't really know if I know. You know what? When I, the, the few times that I've edited the show, it's usually very clear on the waveforms who's talking. <laughs> Let's put it that oh. way. Oh, well. It's sometimes hard to put a finger on it, though, because, you know, there's no rhyme or reason as to when that loudness happens. Sure there is. When I'm bad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, The Witcher 2, you know, it's great. And and what's interesting on the PC version, and I may be wrong, but there's a few of the gates missing in the town. So when you get to the town, you know, flops. Hollyberg comes up. There's, Moving through the gates, some... or do you mean there's fewer places for you to get in? No, you know, when you first arrive, you, you have to go through a gate to get into yeah. the main town centre. Hey, yeah. I'm going to drift off now as well. Those aren't there. Those are, those so gates aren't right there. in. Yeah, so oh, you, obviously cool. you don't need that those. That makes me want to play on the PC those. now. Yeah. You Seth, don't need you might be able to get it back sooner than you thought. Yeah. And when and when there is a loading screen, it's very, very quick. You know, the, the, they are very tiny. They're barely noticeable. So, yeah, there's a big difference in that. And it, it is nice just to be able to walk from area to area without having to wait for a little loading screen every time you're doing it. That's so, so it is computer so fast. Mm-hmm. But it does look nice. Got to say, very nice. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. Uh, Galaxy on Fire 2 HD Yay. Is, is free to play on the iPad. Really? <laughs> Absolutely free. Yeah. Uh, totally I free. played twenty bucks for that. Yeah, you don't even have to pay for it anymore. It's completely free. 
Uh, and there's a potential reason for that because uh, Galaxy on Fire Alliances is potentially coming out in, in, a, in the next 12 months. I think I'm not entirely sure when. Um, but yeah, which is they're going to be at GDC giving some more information on that. But that's going to be an MMO on the tablets uh, strategy game. Hmm. So, yeah. So that's kind of happening as well. I got an announcement through the emails today, so that's happening. So through so that, the that sounds, emails, through the power of emails. So that sounds kind of cool. I'll be looking out for that because you know, Fish Labs. This, I'm this liking good the show. stuff. They do. This, this show's going well. Yeah, it's going good. It's going good. Um, the graveyard. I'll save that. The final thing I'm going to talk about, though, uh, Slender: The Arrival. Ooh. I'm going to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Slender: The Arrival. This is uh, a, the same really people made Slender Man or whatever. It is. Does it have a really camp voice this... in this one? He goes, hey! No, it doesn't. This, this is the upgraded version. Uh, it's not out yet. It's not out till the end of March. Uh, but if you buy it in advance, and it's literally $5, so it's, it's very cheap. Right? So if you buy it in advance for $5, um, you basically get the beta, so you can sort of play play it now but only the very first level, which is a recreation of the original Slenderman game, eight pages. But it's it's just everything's been upgraded the the environment the graphics the textures the shadowing it, it looks like a you know an next gen game it looks cool so it looks cool but you're doing the same stuff but what I've noticed I've played it twice and it I'm not sure it's procedurally generated or whether they've just got different versions of the same level that it just loads in a random one uh, but the two times I played it everything was in completely different places. Um, like in the first one, I went downhill from the starting point and sort of wandered along. In the second one, I had to go uphill, and and uh, all the pathways were different. So I don't know whether that's just done on the fly or whether they've just you know whether there's five, six, seven or whatever different versions of that same level, and it just loads one in for you. Uh, but it just looks cool, and it's exact. It's, it's just as scary. I've got to say, they've got all that right. It's a bit creepier, if anything. Uh, because it is obviously realistic-looking graphics now. You know, it's no longer just very basic. It's uh, and the Slender Man himself is a bit of a weird-looking thing now. It's like it's still a man, uh, you know. And the other one was just like a, a man in a suit with a white head, so it wasn't really that creepy. In this one, it's got like his head sort of flickering all different colours, so it looks like something that's not quite in focus. Right. So that's kind of cool. So they've made a really good job of doing that first level. It's still exactly the same, collecting eight pages. Uh, but it's now like on an abandoned holiday camp or something weird. You know, like a lakeside camp thing with log cabins and stuff. And there's like the other one where it was just like a shower block. Now it's like a like a motel-y thing with like rooms and stuff inside it. So they've definitely tried to up it there. But what's kind of interesting in the menus, there's like a level select thing there. So obviously, there's, you know, they've said there'll be different levels. And I think I'm sure it's going to be co-op as well. So you can play oh, with other people shit. at the same time. What's with these horror uh, games and co-op? No idea. I have no idea. Uh, but there's none of that in this. And I've managed to collect uh, three pages. I think or was it four. I might have even got four out of eight before I got killed, you know, or crept up upon. And uh, yeah, it's exactly the same sort of stuff. But this time it's uh, it's like a camcorder recording. So as you walk along, it's got like a camcorder timer at the top and a battery and everything. So it's like you're looking through the viewfinder of a camcorder. So they've definitely added a lot of stuff in it, you know. And and it's uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I'm liking it. Oh, yes. uh, and that's about it for me. So not not a whole lot this week, you know. Like I say, Vanquish was probably the biggest thing I played, and I'm kind of enjoying that. But uh, just little bits of everything else, really. 
Um, before we do move on, though, I just wanted to quickly mention Alien Colonials Marines. Has anyone seen the reviews for this um, so far? I, I have a friend that has played an early version of it. Yeah, not good. Not happy. No. He said it was a cheap game. He described it as a cheap yeah. game. Yeah. He said the checkpoints are too far away, man. Yeah, that's right. He's from Holland. Yeah. It's uh, it's four out of uh, ten uh, Games TM magazine. Shit. Oh, that's not four good. Four out of ten. Uh, five, no. five out of ten at some French site for the PS3. Yeah, well, what do they know? Yeah, and seven and a half out of ten on something I've never heard of. Some sort of IT News Africa or something. God knows what that is. Um, but what's weird about this for me, and this is always a bad sign, that there's an embargo till release that day. That is so not a go- good sign. No one's allowed to release their reviews until actual release day. Well, how do you have reviews? Uh, there's there's been three leaked online. Just the, the scores, like, not the reviews. That. I'm putting my review out now. Yeah, yeah. There's been been scores leaked. One got pulled, so obviously they've been told off, but they still know the score of it, even though the review's not available. Um, but it's not looking great, and I've seen there was some. There's quite a few people got it early, uh, so it's not it's not looking favourable. Oh. Um, it's about wicked, though. Well, we thought that. We thought that, but I don't know. I don't know. We thought it was good. You know, we were all like convinced it was going to be good. You know, um, that multiplayer was fun, though, right? Yes, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. It looked good, but it was on a high-end PC, and they probably are on maxed out settings, so it might not be quite the same on a on a. You know, on the uh, 360 of the PS3. Well, maybe it just gets but, boring after a while. Uh, Kevin Knight said, arrived early from Shop2.net. Multiplayer is rough, control-wise and graphically. The campaign is little better. But overall, a letdown so far. Only done first two missions, though. Uh, so that's what he said about it. And he's playing it. So it's it's not looking good, is it? Uh, Andrew Kirk said on another one, because I put up about, you know, someone had put an early review up and said it was terrible. Said, got it yesterday and have to agree with everything that said above. Just seems to have needed a bit more time for polishing, but hey, how more long time. is this in development? Yeah. Well, if you're still unsure about Persia, I'd recommend renting it first. Got a feeling it's going to be Duke Nukem Forever score reviews coming in Tuesday. Shit. Now, I've watched, because they had an, a two-hour playthrough on IGN, so I've watched a bit of the, of the gameplay. So I haven't played it, but I've looked at it. And it just looks not great. Not necessarily from a graphical point of view, but that's not great. But from a gameplay point of view, it just looks completely boring. It's like there's no variation in enemy. There just seems to be one type of enemy from everything I've seen, which is just the main necromorph thing. Not necromorph, that because that's Dead Space. What are they called? Xena? What are they called? The the aliens? aliens? In in what uh, game? Is it a xenomorph or something like that? Yeah, I think it is xenomorph. Yeah, xenomorph. Um, but yeah, it's just them coming directly at you. So the AI seems to be really dumb. You know, it doesn't really do a whole lot of anything. So, yeah, it's not looking good. It really isn't looking good. I mean, it's going to... But I'm also kind of disappointed at Gearbox, really, because, you know, this has been on people's radars for about bloody four years, five years or whatever, hasn't it? You know, we was hoping this would be the Aliens game to, you know, beat all Alien games, but it looks like it's... Bit crap, really. Another sort of just like do it quickly. You know, we'll do Borderlands 2 and we'll just do this quick while we're doing well, that. I did hear to that, like, my friend, as I said, my friend came in and said, like, you know, I played a bit of Dead Space 3 and then I tried Aliens because I was really excited for it and then he just put Dead Space 3 back in. Wasn't yeah. that? Yeah. Mm. 
And you've heard Dead Space 3 hasn't been getting great reviews. That's sort of in the mid-70s, isn't it? That's on, fine. Uh, on but it's all right. But it's not like, compared to the other two games, that's not great for that. No, but maybe it's, you know, it's the third one. It's going to be slower. The, the, not slower, but like the, the hype's gone down for it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's a bit same old, same old, isn't it, from looking at it? You know, with more action and less... I like the demo. Horror. You see, I weren't that impressed with the demo at all. Oh, the demo was, was good. Like, yeah, it's all right. It's not scary, though. It's just, like, action-y. Yeah. It, they've lost attention, and I think as well, watching um, the aliens, like, being played, there is no tension whatsoever. You know, because, well, those games need some lulls, don't they, where nothing happens for ages. You know, just to get in a false sense of security, because then you're sort of waiting for something to go on, you know, or something. But it just seems to be constant aliens just running at you one after the other all the time. Mm. You know, no, no sort of tension building or anything. It just didn't look great at all. Dear me, didn't look. Yeah. So, oh well, we'll see. I'll rent it, give it a whistle, you know. But I'm certainly not interested in buying it now after you know seeing what people are saying about it. So we'll just have to wait. So, Duke, what have you been up to then? I've been up to several things. Let me tell you about them. First of all, um, someone gifted me Dota 2 a while back, and I don't remember who it was, but thank you, whoever that was. Um, And apparently, if you have Dota 2 in your inventory, then it it spawns other copies of Dota 2 for you to give other people. So I've got copies of Dota 2 to give away. I've got four copies, people. So, um, oh, I said five, but I have four. Um... I will pick four people who tweet at Duke Scath, D-U-K-E-S-K-A-T-H. Tell me why you think you deserve this copy of Dota 2, and I will give you a copy of it on Steam. Uh, The uh, four people who give me good reasons. I'll pick the four best reasons why people deserve it. Uh, So there's that. I'm giving away four copies of Dota 2. Um, Defense Grid. For some reason, I I don't remember what it was, but I I was like, oh, I want to check out Defense Grid. And uh, so I played you it on the PC. Tower defense game, though. What's that? Yeah, you don't lie, though. You don't I don't. But I thought maybe I'll like it better on the PC because you know it's a different type of thing. It's real-time strategy, so it'll help if you have a keyboard and a mouse. And it does. Like it's better. But by the time I got done with the demo, I was like, eh, I got whatever I needed out of this. So I didn't end up buying it. But maybe someday, if it's on sale real cheap, I might go into it. But. Uh-huh. Now, now, can I ask you, have you played Dota 2? Because you didn't talk yeah. about anything. Emma. So what do you, what, what, what's it like then? Oh, I played I, it a I, while I, ago. You don't remember when I talked about it? It was like two so months ba- ago or Sort of vaguely, vaguely. But I've, I've got it because someone gifted it to me. Uh, but it's... I keep looking at it. I'm not sure what it is. Well, okay, here's what it is. It's a game... First of all, Stu, I don't think you'll like it because it requires you to do sort of the same thing over and over again within the game. But the idea of the game is the first time you play it, you're going to suck. So you have to play it over and over again, losing a lot of the time before you get any better. So it's it's a MOBA, a battle arena type game, right? And it's all about you're on this battlefield and you, you're either the good or the bad, the radiant or the, I don't remember what the other name of the group is. 
and uh, you have to destroy your enemies, which are these grunts, which spawn every 30 seconds, and you have grunts that of your own that spawn every 30 seconds, and you have to either energize them or protect them or fight against the enemy grunts, and then you'll eventually defeat the grunts, and then maybe you'll defeat the enemy heroes, and then eventually you'll hopefully defeat the enemy towers, and then eventually you'll get to the enemy home base, and you can destroy that. So it's a bit like a tower defense game, but on a battlefield. But you're not controlling the, where the towers are. The towers are permanent right. and they're fixed. You are controlling a hero that can provide boosts to your grunts, or you can also attack the enemy, or you can do spells or whatever, depending on which hero you're using. And there's certain heroes that are better for new players. And there's a lot of guides online. If you want to go anywhere near Dota 2, I recommend you find one of the guides. Because um, there are some helpful things on there. But here's the thing. It's, so that's the first part of the game. Like That's the basic nature of the game. But then the next step of the game is it's not enough to you, for you to kill grunts. You need to be the one who gets the last hit on them because that's how you get money, and it's called like laning or something. There's all this terminology. I, I started to get into it, and I was like, ah, this is so confusing. I don't even care anymore. And you're supposed to buy certain things for your character, like there's health and you know spell point potions, but then there's also like certain kinds of boots and a certain wand you're supposed to get if you're this character, and then it's, just, it's very complex and confusing and kind of boring in my opinion. All it that. doesn't it doesn't sound like my kind of it game. It probably isn't. Say. I mean, I'm glad I played it, and it's kind of I mean, you know, if you're if you're once you get into it, it's really kind of cool, but the level of you know, really getting good is something else altogether, and I, I'm just not, I'm not all that crazy about it. But, you know, other people might be more into it, so if you'd like to give it a shot, hey, tweet me and tell me why you think you deserve it. Anyway, uh been playing a bunch of Skyrim, and I had some bugs! It's driving me crazy! Ah, bugs, damn you! One was the bookshelf bug, which... You put all these books on the shelf, and then normally it's supposed to give you back anything that won't fit on the shelf. But that's not what's happening. Apparently, this has been going on for like a year now, and uh, uh, Bethesda hasn't fixed it, where you put your books on the shelf, and then it'll just go away. They'll all just vanish, and you can't access the shelf, and your books are gone. You have to load a save before you put the books in. Come on, Bethesda, get it together. And then you know, I was doing do you know, quest. Can, can I just say, can I just... Can I just interrupt you just for a second? Yeah. Because when I saw this, I thought this was another mod you'd been playing. No, it's actually not Skyrim. mod related. Now, I do have a mod about my bookshelves, but it's not related to that because a lot of people who don't have that mod are also complaining about it. So it's just like, come on, Bethesda, what are you doing? Oh, it was going to be like giant flies or something that you had to fight or no, something. You oh, know, no. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and then I was playing the main quest, and right at the end, there's this thing that's supposed to happen, and it wouldn't happen. I reloaded the save like five times, and it just wouldn't happen. I was like, come on, why isn't this happening? It's very frustrating. I had to put in a console command to make it happen, and I was just like, ah! Now, fortunately, I got past it, and I'm back to the game, and it's all going all right. But, uh, man, that was frustrating. Well, look at me on the PS3. Every time I got in water, it would crash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every time I mean, head went on the wall. That's the thing. Like that's the PS3, and like that's frustrating, no doubt. And there's no excuse for it. But I've heard about a lot of bugs on the PS3. The PC is supposed to be like totally fixed. And I even went to find there's this thing called the unofficial Skyrim patch where they like fixed a lot of the bugs, but they didn't fix this one. So whatever. It's done with. I'm back into the Skyrim, Skyrim, so that's good. I had a problem with my wearable lanterns, and I thought, okay, you know what? I've put in so many mods, and the DynaVision thing isn't working. That's also frustrating. 
But I, I said, okay, there's so many mods, I must have just overdone it with the mods. But I don't think that's it, because now Dynavision isn't working, and I'm like, what? No, what? So whatever. Well, we'll I'll try that again later. That's not – I mean, Dynavision isn't important, but it looks so cool. I want it to work, so blah, 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 whatever. All right. Yeah, it's possible. Other games that I've been playing. Um, Skulls of the Shogun. I played a bunch of demos on the, the Xbox. Uh, there's this new arcade game called Skulls oh, of the Shogun. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wanted to try this. I keep forgetting about it. It's, I think you might like it, Chinny, because it's, it's turn-based strategy, but it's, uh, it's very cute. The art style is reminiscent of uh, Castle Crashers. So it's very cute, and it's very funny. There is a thing like, okay, so the whole notion is that there's this – you're a Shogun who died in you know feudal Japan, and when you die, you get to the afterlife, and they say, hello – Please get in this line to be judged according to your deeds and then led into the underworld or not. And the guy goes, what? I'm supposed to wait. And there's a sign that says approximate wait time from this point, 512 years. And he's like, I'm not waiting for that. And he starts barging in line and fighting with the uh, underworld servants and stuff. So um, it starts fun, you know, like a lot of strategy games. Like it's all like do this and now do this. And you can sort of understand how the mechanics work. And I was like, hey, I did the first fight, you know, and I won the first fight. And I was like, yes, I know how this is working. And then it jumps ahead. Like this is where you'll be, you know, halfway through the game or whatever. And there's suddenly all these things you're supposed to know about, like occupying rice paddies so that you can have resources for your fighters. And then there's like 10 different kinds of fighters. And like I tried to attack one of the enemy with one of my guys on horseback. And then he had like this machine that went nuts and killed my horse dude. And I was like, great, what's that? And I, I suddenly I was really confused. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. Um, <laughs> I'm done. How is he? I'm done. I'm done. Uh-huh. Uh, Yars Revenge is another uh, arcade game, and this is kind of like, I don't remember what the game was, but there was a game not long ago where you're just like flying through stuff, and there's all sorts of weird colors, and, and, and you're the, it's a first person view from the person flying. Uh, I want to say it was like, it was called like X or Y or Z or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> X or Y or Z. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so this is a game where you're – it's actually kind of like the game Nitrous Oxide. Y'all ever played it on the PS1 where you're going down the bug hole and there's bugs everywhere and you're supposed to shoot the bugs? It was sort of like that because you're shooting a lot of bugs. And I mean, it's kind of cute. Uh, it's one of these games where you control your character with the left stick and he's flying all around. And then you control the reticle that you shoot with with the right stick. So you can you have to sort of keep track of where your person is compared to the things coming at you that are trying to kill you. And then you also control the reticle at the same time, so you can aim at this thing and move over here. And, uh, I mean, it was fun enough, but uh, it kept introducing all these different concepts very quickly. And what I want is introduce the concept to me and then let me play with it for a while and then introduce the next concept and let me play with that. And they didn't. It just kept putting one thing after another into the mix. And it was just like, I need time to breathe. Um, so whatever. Not a keeper? Not a keeper. And what did I write here? Fun but not enough. Oh, yeah. There's this thing about you heal yourself once you get these little green bubbles that float to you or whatever. Uh and they're great because they totally heal you up, and you're invulnerable while you're, or you're, yeah, you're invulnerable when you're healing. But they don't show up very often. So I was down to like 30 health out of 100, and I was like, I need another one of those things, and there weren't any around. So I was like, okay, no. And then I died, and I was like, man, that sucks. I guess you're supposed to hang on to them because I had used it when I was like 50% health. I guess you need to save it until you're very, very low on health, and then you can rejuvenate. Whatever. 
Um, there's an arcade third-person shooter called Special Forces Team X. Right. And? And it's fun. Uh, oh. It's... Yeah. Oh. Ah. Ah. What? I'm just waiting for you to like it. Well, no, I mean it's good, but it's the controls are just a little bit too wonky. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 decent, but I mean it's a lot like Gears of War, um, but it's more cartoony. It's cell shaded, and uh, you know it's it's good when you know, kill cams and you know capture the flag and control these territory points, team deathmatch, whatever. Uh, but the two things against it, the controls are a little too wonky, and I know that if I were to buy it and play it. Within like a month, everybody would be done with it, and nobody would be playing it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so far as I can tell, you can't play against bots, so it would just be a losing proposition for me to get that. Because there's only a well, few games they... on Xbox Live that survive, like Section Eight, for example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but these guys made uh, Blacklight, didn't they? Did they? That's what they made. And Saw, the Saw games. Come Ooh. on, oh, classic. But see, Blacklight's a good game, like, and there's people playing that on Steam. So yeah. maybe I'll see if this is on Steam. I don't know. Saw yeah. games are great. And so they made those. So you know they've got some pedigree. Not some would really. argue too. <laughs> not yeah. really. Not, not really. really any. Some you know, would what, say. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the Crisis Three multiplayer beta. Yeah. What did you think of that? I'm interested to hear what you thought about it. You ever play the Crisis Two multiplayer? In a little bit. Not Pretty much. The same thing. Is it? It pretty much is. Uh, there are two modes available. One is the. Uh, orbital satellite crash mode where there's this, it's basically headquarters. Like this thing crashes and you're supposed to control the area around it for a while. Uh, And then the other mode, which is like the new and innovative thing is this thing called hunter mode, which is kind of cool. You you have, okay, so I don't know if there's just one hunter at the start or if there's a few hunters, but everybody in the game is split into two teams and they're not really even teams. uh, But the hunters are mostly invisible and they have bow and arrow. And then the enemy soldiers are, you know, fully kitted out. You know, they've got guns and everything. So the hunters have to kind of sneak around and pick off the enemy soldiers. And it's kind of cool because the first time I played it, I was the last guy standing. And I actually made it alive the whole time. And so I was like, yes, I'm awesome at this. And then I played it as the hunter. And I got a couple of kills, which was great because bow and arrow doesn't seem like it'd be very effective. But you hit them and they're gone. Sweet. And, and then... uh but a few, after a few rounds, the novelty kind of wore off, and you know you you end up sitting in one corner just waiting for the hunters to show up, and you just shoot at nothing for a while. Uh, I mean, it's okay. Like I think the hunter mode is probably their best thing that they have that's new and different. But not enough. Not enough. It really isn't. I remember the Crisis Two multiplayer. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad. That's the thing is that it's not bad, and I might even play. No, I think I deleted the beta. But I mean, you know, it's just it's not. Uh, you know, at this point, if I want to play a multiplayer shooter, I'm going to play Call of Duty. So, yeah, I think the problem is they keep on every game. You know, keeps on. You know, especially those types of games keep on putting out the multiplayer thing. But most people aren't bothered, are they? You know, because it's either COD or what's the most you know, Halo like, multiplayer like game to take off? Like what? Well, like a new one. Yeah, Assassin's Creed think... has had a pretty loyal following, yeah, but... hasn't it? It does, but even, even then, that, I don't he's a bit, it, you, you know. It's nowhere near the scale of a COD or a Halo, is it? Or a Gears of War. I mean, you Gears know, of War is probably a fair one, but, you know. But that was fairly regularly played on the original Gears of War, though. We used to play that all yeah, the time. I mean, that's what I'm saying, the original Gears of War. like. But there, there only seems to be Gears of War, Halo, 
card and Counter Strike, I guess, is the other one, isn't it? Yeah. Counter Strike's done. Uh, I can't. Oh, right. Others that are as popular. There just isn't, is it? They just come out, come and go, don't they? Nobody really sticks. You know, you got your GTAs and your Red Dead Redemption. Battlefield, I suppose. Battlefield, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Battlefield, that's another one, mm. I guess. But yeah, it's tough. I don't know why that bothers. I don't know why that bothers. I don't because they they feel they it's have to have that as a time. It's just another tick in a selling point yeah, box, it is, yeah. isn't it? We've got co-op. We've got multiplayer. Co-op we've got sing- mine so much. Because no, I, co-op I mean, a lot. Yeah, yeah, co-op's all. I think I'd rather have a game of co-op than multiplayer. But I don't. I don't think co-ops ever sort of lived up to the expectation of when we first, you know, played Gears the Gears of War, of War co-op. Yeah. But I think from there, he's not really Left changed that much. Left. Yeah, Left 4 Dead does a brilliant Left job. Dead, like, but, see, that's the, but I think that's the important thing about a co-op is that it has something built into it where you need the other person. And I don't know about Gears of War because I never played it co-op, but I think Left 4 Dead does it so beautifully. You cannot split up in that. No, I think the only ones that stand out for me are, are obviously the original Gears of War because that was the first proper co-op game I played. Uh, Left 4 Dead, obviously, because you, you, you're dead right. That's that's good. Lara Croft, that's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Halo, you know. Halo, obviously. Halo, yeah, but Halo's samey. Halo's a bit... Yeah, sort of I've never played a Halo on my own, ever. No, but it is a kind of one-dimensional co-op. You don't need the other people. That yeah, but are, like, you know, it's just fun. It, was just, it, it's it made is. It's with co-op in mind because there's so much space. It is. And, you but know, the only, the it's only, great. It's so much fun. The only other one is Portal 2, I think, is one of the best co-ops ever. You know, from a from a creativity point of view, and definitely needing the other person there with you because you couldn't do those puzzles yeah, without yeah. it. And it you even know, had a so, good story. That's the other thing is that like yeah. a lot of time the co op feels like it's it, you can take it or leave it, and the 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 story is often you know if there is a separate hit co op mode, it's like eh whatever. But with Portal Two, they just did such a good job with the. We um, played that together, didn't we, Duke? We, yeah, yeah, we should. In fact, Skullduggar was giving you a hard time last on the last uh, overseas oh. connection because. He was hurt that you didn't play it with him. I'm going to play Dead Space 3 with him. Yep, because I ain't playing that shit. Now, you see, that's something I've heard is is good in co-op, because they have added in, you know, when we talked about this freaky potential stuff. of... Freaky the, stuff. Yeah, freaky stuff for one person, but Been not seen, the other, you know. pop up on Reddit where they split-screen it, and it shows you one yep. thing on one screen and one thing on the other. It's like a like that. a toy soldier on, on one screen, and like it's just I, a barrel on the on the Isaac screen, so... Hmm. So it it is it is doing that sort of thing, but I still think there's a lot of room for development and originality and stuff in co-op games that we just haven't really seen very much, apart from a very few select developers. It would be interesting to play Dead Space with like Duke, who doesn't like Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know I mean that'd just be funny. This sucks. I hate this game. Where's all the Where's the ammo? Ah, what the hell's that? This sucks. Yeah, I don't know if that would yeah. really be a lot of fun for y'all. It'd be fun. Oh, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of could be. Um, and is that it for you? Yeah. Is that it? For is that you? it well, talk- for you? Talking, talking of co-op. Ah, playing some, playing some. Have you the chinny? Eh? Eh? Some co-op. What? Welcome to the show of long noises. <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah. playing um, Far Cry Three co-op. How is that? Well, you know when we were talking about co-op, that really, really makes a difference. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it's the most generic. It's so generic, right, that we're going to play a game. Ooh, right? a game. I want, 
I want you two to guess how generic this could be. Just generic. <laughs> Just think okay. of a generic co-op that Far Cry yeah. probably could have. Well, like from another game, you mean? No, I mean, like, just try and guess what the co-op's like. Okay, um... Duke, feel free to I'm, chip in as well. There, there's, like, a thing... There's, like, a machine, and there's two dials to it, and you each have to push one. You're giving it way too much credit. <laughs> uh, what about you have to open a gate or a door, and you both have to stand either side of it and push a button at the same Again, time? Again, way, way too much credit. <laughs> Think more um, Left for Deadly. Just... Left for Deadly. You just have to shoot stuff and get to an exit point. That's part of it, yes. Left for Dead uh, stuff. Think about Left for Dead kind of stuff. Um, throw grenades and stuff. You know, sometimes uh, in Left for Dead you, you kind of have to activate something and then wait for a while. All right, so you have to, I don't know, um, ba-do, 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 activate a radio tower and defend it. Some shit like that. So <laughs> what actually happens is, this is the structure of pretty much every... every there's six co-op missions and bear in mind this is just a, a view of the co-op i have never ever played the single player i actually opened the game out the wrapper today to play this so i've never played the single player um and i jumped in right duke yeah have a stab at the controls for me uh left stick run and control and right trigger shoot Anything else? Um, throw a grenade with the right bumper. Yep. Yeah. Z- what do you think does? Uh, look down your sight with the left trigger. What do you think B does? Uh, crouch. Yep. What do you think Y does? Uh, uh, activate things. Change your weapon. Change your weapon. Change your weapon. So basically, yep. I have never played this game, and I automatically <laughs> felt like I had already played it. Well, that's a good thing, <laughs> yeah, isn't well, it? Good it's good like thing. intuitive. It's good, yeah, yeah it's cool. fine. But I'm just letting you know that you're in for a, like you know, a very standard shooter co-op experience, right? So we jump in, and there's four people that you can, four different characters you can pick, Left 4 Dead, and uh, one of them uh, is a chick, Left 4 Dead, and they're all from different backgrounds, Left 4 Dead, and you have a little Dead Island, system. Dead Island as well. You have a little yeah. lobby system where you can already up. Left 4 Dead. And you you can go in, all right? And it goes, go. So you go, and you shoot things, Left 4 Dead. And you you, <laughs> you go away, blah, 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 blah. And then the, the kind of like, it, it's it's a level, but it's split up into like five different stages. And it took us about 40 minutes to do each one. We've done three so far. And the first stage, you shoot things. Then the second stage, you have to compete. All right, so... The first one we came across is like we're both on quad bikes and you have to pick up bombs and drop them off to blow up this ball. And the other one we had to compete was uh, we had both had sniper rifles and we were on a bridge and you have to shoot as many people as you can for points. Yeah, we did this with the play date. The ah, quad bike thing sucks. That does suck. Um, the, the sniper rifle stuff was good. And then the, the other one that we played, you're on a raft and you have to um, you have to kind of shoot loads of people on the raft and then the third stage is you usually have to hold out or wait for something like um ambush these cars that go past or wait for an engine to go to the car or a train to go by or something you have to wait and then you go through another cave or some shit and then you blow up something done that's it that's pretty much 
But saying that... Sounds right, awesome. It's very generic. It's very basic. It's very standard. But it's it's a co-op shooty game. Right? And me and Marsh, we enjoy playing co-op games together. Uh, and he wanted to try this out. And we just both went, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, all right. But there's nothing... Nothing about it that stands out. Nothing. But the thing is, right, they've got this huge, massive island with 44 different species of animals yep. and stuff going on. Don't see on. any of that. No, don't you think they could have done some modes with the animals don't, involved don't or something crazy? Just the single-player co-op would have been fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. drop-in, drop-out co-op. Work on that instead yeah. of this stuff. Would yeah, have been cool. they probably would have been fine. Uh, like a Borderlands-type stuff. They could have they could have done a Kabbalah game within it. Yeah. Meta game. I did play that. You know what I mean? Did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> How to make yeah. shit extinct game. Um, <laughs> fifty lions, I think I killed. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you could have like, you know, alligator hunt or something oh, like that. Know, when there's That'd a be... massive hippo ring at you, you do genuinely shit yourself. <laughs> By the way, I heard you talking about that. Hippopotamuses are very dangerous, apparently. Yeah, there's lots of fatalities a year from hippos. Yeah. They are big tusky. Somebody was talking about it in terms of a uh, the one of these Egyptian myths, and I was like, and then a dude turned into a hippopotamus. Why would he do that? That's not scary. And all my students were like, you know, they're dangerous, man. Don't mess with hippopotamuses. I was like, all right, they'll stab you up. Um, but I, I mean, this this hippo was huge, just fucking gigantic. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was Kabbalah Dangerous Hunt, so I'm not talking about that. So, no, no. Uh, Far Cry 3, if you're looking for a very generic co-op game, fine, go at it, whatever. Lots of red barrels. Oh, yeah, and the other thing about the co-op, right, is it's obviously not designed to be like very stealthy, because your co-op characters shout things out all the time. Yeah. Right? So, like, the, the, like me and Marshall... Bill's like, here! Yeah, well, I kept on saying that every time there was ammo. <laughs> All right. Um, and we're kind of going through the, the shrubbery or whatever, and there's a guy in front of us, and he's facing the other way. All right. And then my character will shout out, there's a guy in front of us. We should kill him. Uh, and then, there's, bear in mind, right, you know those different types of enemies, and that classic enemy what runs at you with a knife. You know those ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. So, like, we, there's about... I don't know, like six people in front of us. And I mean, there are a lot of enemies to kill, by the way. And they come and they come and they come and they don't stop until, you know, like you progress forward and progress forward. So I quite like that in a way. But um, you got those uh, knife enemies that run at you. And there's six people in front of us with guns. And now, guns, I've heard on the grapevine, are quite dangerous. Can be. Um. And they're usually considered a little bit more lethal than knives because, little. you know, they, they can shoot from ground. But, well, no, no, to be honest, though, not as dangerous as video games, according to people in America. It's true, but, like, this is a hot debate, <laughs> which I'm not going to get into. Um, so when you're – what my character shouted out this. Watch out. That guy's got a massive knife. <laughs> All right? And to which I said – uh, don't worry about the other six people with machine guns in front of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't worry about that. Um, Did you not go, that's not a knife, this is a knife. I just shot him in the head, to be honest. No, it did. Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> I know. come on. And then the Simpsons reference. Call that a knife. Um, <laughs> so, it's all right. I've also been playing another game, which I've been looking forward to playing. 
Finally. Involves dogs yeah. being asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cujo, the game. Exactly. Nino Cujo. Kumo. No. Um, sleeping dogs. Ah. About time. Sleeping dogs. Jeez. Guess what? What? You love you it? You like it. It's fucking you class, it. isn't it? Love it. <laughs> yeah, I just good, love good. being in an open world game. Like, it's so standard. Except Skyrim. It's standard. I love Skyrim. It's standard GTA. Yeah, it's just generic GTA stuff. You know, you go to the mission. Well, you've got we're better fighting. Yeah, but we're, we're better, better fighting. I'll give it that. Yeah, it's got a better yeah. fighting system. Um, it's GTA with Batman combat. That's all it is. Yes. Right in Hong yeah. Kong, and it's great. It's so good. It gives you everything that you kind of miss about GTA. Like GTA has that, that misses that campness in four. You know, where you could just go to like a massage parlor for no reason, get a blowjob. Where you could do that in this, um, and <laughs> you, you can buy stupid clothes and. Uh, you can buy food for some reason. It gives you boosters, um, and you drive on the left side of the road, which is nice. The only thing, actually, driving on the left side of the road, I'm not very good at it <laughs> because I'm so used to in a video game driving on the right side of the road. <laughs> All right? Is this true I'm when you go out in like the yeah. world? The amount of accidents I have daily is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, You're like driving over pedestrians. Oh my god! It's okay. I'm in the video game. Yeah, it's not real. You think, wouldn't you? Like. You know, because I drive on the left side of the road in real life, that it would be easy for me. But I don't. And I always go to the wrong side of the car as well when I get in. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Um, so, but, yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I still... This is the weird thing that I noticed. That I played it a little bit more today. And I, I noticed something about it which doesn't annoy me, but did annoy me in Assassin's Creed 3. Now, in Assassin's Creed 3, I said the first six hours were a tutorial. Um... And in Sleeping Dogs, I've probably played it for about three or four hours. And it's still introducing new stuff. However, the difference, I think, is because in Sleeping Dogs, not every mission is, okay, here's the next bit of the tutorial. It kind of gives you no, a bunch of missions with a new th- like gimmick, and then it gives you a new thing to do after is this going to see the teacher to show you how to fight properly and stuff? Because that's quite a way in. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I've done that. That's, that's when you kind of you see that girl, right? Yeah. See, like, this chick, yeah. and she, she's kind of lost, and she's a tourist. And you take her to, like, this fighting club, and he says, oh, you used to be an old student of mine. Like, how do you shape up? So, and that's kind of, I mean, you've already been through a lot of fights by then. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's like, this is how you do it. This is how you should be fighting, dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I quite liked it. I don't know why it, it does it so well. But and, and today I played a mission where you follow this guy and it tells you how to go into cover. And it never tells you how to do that before. No. Right? And I know for a fact there's more to come because I know you can jump out of cars. All right? And another yeah. thing, I haven't even had a gun yet. Have you, have you done the bus... Um mission yeah, yeah. i kind of like that one. yeah you, you have to drive a bus for some reason <laughs> yeah, i for don't ages. really know what's going on i know i'm an undercover to... cop right i mean it sets it up pretty easily doesn't it it just goes you're undercover cop straight away um and you just need to kind of like take this shit down so off you go well uh, well the uh, the actual bus thing is because you know you're taking over the route aren't you to oh, as for the mafia oh, types i didn't really yeah. get it to be honest. i just i just thought oh right i'm a bus driver now fine yeah because that's your route. You want those passengers, so you must win yeah, out the other territory. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's he cool. actually says, "Stay out of my territory." Breaking bad. So yeah, 
Yeah, it's 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 uh <laughs> it's a very say my name. All right, you haven't come to that show. All right, so yeah. it's a very standard like open world game, but it's it's very well done. The combat is brilliant. The animation is really good. Graphically, it, I don't think it's that impressive graphically. Um. It's all right. It, it looks all right for job, that type of game. It, it, it kind of does the job. It looks, right. But I, I do think, I mean, I, I thought this when I played Dead Space 3 demo, that the console is looking a little old. A little old. Not a terrible. Little. Like it's, not, it's not making me go, oh, God. Like, you know, these no. graphics are terrible. But I am looking at it going, we can do a little bit better than this now, can't we? Um, yeah, we get into that stage, but we'll come on to that because there's some m- lots of rumours sort of oh, surfacing at the moment. Uh, so anyway, Sleeping Dogs, I think it's great. I love it, and I've got no complaints about it so far. That's good. None. Well, we'll we'll see how you get on as you get further into the game. But I need to get that playing again because I I bought it obviously on the uh, the PC. You passed me. Um, I was a fair way into it on the P, uh, PS3 version, but then I sent it back. Um, yeah, that's where I, I, I got to like a bit where some is it Popstar or something? He's on a boat and he you have to. Watch. Yeah, I don't think I've got that far I yet. Yes, I'm, I'm probably because I'm not far after that. On well, it's open world too, so it's possible you have two different directions. You're it's going. one of those yeah, things. Oh, it's one of those things where like in GTA where you have like two or three different missions going on, but then all of a yeah. sudden some of them stop until you do more. Uh, the, the last thing I remember doing was going around hacking all the CCTV cameras. So yeah, you've got I'm, I'm not that far ahead of you, to be honest. I'm not. Yeah. I'm like probably like an hour ahead. I and I, I found that really tedious. To be honest, it was a weird mini game, and, and I was like, arrest, I'm not sure. You have to arrest somebody, don't you? You have to kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really. And then the hacking thing, you've got to work out the code, and it didn't make a whole lot of sense. And I had to do it about three times before I finally got it. Uh, but it was all right. It just told you kind of what numbers you got right, but which ones were in the right place. Yeah, it's an uh, interesting one. It's an interesting uh, way of doing it. So it was that, that was a shiny moment. Really. I mean, the best moment is when you got 50 guys in front of you, and you, you chase one, you chase one, and it leads you to like 50 guys, and you're like, right, let's kick the shit out of these there. Brilliant. Uh, and that's it. That's, <laughs> it's great. So, and I know there's more to come, because I know you can jump from car to car. I know there's guns and stuff to come. For me, you know, I know you said it's sort of you feel it's similar to Batman as in the combat, but for me it was a bit for me it was a bit more like Assassin's Creed the combat that timing one at a time sort of taking them all out, you know. Uh, sort yes, of thing. So, so I uh, kind of started off like that, you know, when you you wait for everyone to kind of attack you. Yeah. Right. But I don't do that anymore. I just like deck the shit out of everyone and just go for it. So uh, and then if someone turns red, I press Y. See. Yeah, I like all all the environmental stuff as I like stick. Oh yeah, you know when you grapple them and you press A and you can just yeah. run them over to yeah. a rail and then just go boing off the rail. Oh, yeah. that is great! I love it that. Is. That is fantastic. It is like cool. It is cool. Um, um, and I played. I mean, just, oh, sorry, yeah, and I played a little bit more Halo Wars. Oh, still on with that. Still on with that. Still on with that. I was just going to say, dear, if, yeah, I know you've never really played a Yakuza game. Look I still think you can. I, I, I think you can like, like demo. It. For three, yeah, yeah, I think you kind of like them, but they have a lot of those sorts of env- environmental kills and stuff going on. You know, as you as you level up your character, you get all these, you unlock new ways of finishing people. So that's kind of cool. I, I played a cool. demo of three, and wasn't a massive fan. Too weird for you. It's just a bit. 
it's like you can see the seams a little bit like this is the fighting part and this is the um oh yeah it's it's way more linear it's a very linear game you know they're very linear in style although you are in like an open world it's sort of controlled as to what you can access and what you can't that is kind of cool there are anywho uh i think it's time we need to do uh the indie pick for this week let's do indie that big bitches yeah indie game review review hello friends vlados here i'd like you to take a moment and go on a mental voyage with me close your eyes and think about how far we've come in the past 30 years Think about all the cool inventions and innovations that have blessed our lives since 1983. Smartphones, electric cars, widespread access to the internet. Pretty amazing, huh? Given all of these remarkable technological advancements, it's interesting to see small groups, and even individuals, doing with ease the things that large companies alone were capable of producing 30 years ago. Self-publishing is easier than ever. Artists can sell their work online without requiring the support of huge corporations. And independent video game developers can make games that once required a team of dozens. Perhaps the greatest benefit of this passage of time is the ability of indie developers learning from the mistakes of the past. 2D platformers can make the jumping mechanics more fluid than the wonky games of the NES. Adventure game makers can avoid the pitfalls of pitfall and so on. So you'd think that, given all of these amazing technological and creative advances, the game, Bester, a bullet hell shooter that's trying to be like Galaga, would have superb shooting mechanics, right? Wrong. Garbage. Play it, Duke. Piece of Thank you, Duke. Don't go anywhere near this turd of a game. I'd rather eat a bowl of raccoon anuses than play this thing. Bester is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados is going back to 1983. So long, suckers. Wow. I've got to say, I'm being hard on it. I think he's been a bit mean, to be honest. I don't. A little, little bit mean. I, uh, I know Vlados always kind of says, shares your opinion. I know. She's always. Yeah, it is interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah. Duke and Vlados always know, seem always to be on the same wavelength. It's an amazing <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> amazing. Um, I think she's been a bit mean because I think they've they've got quite a nice, cool little art style going on, um, and kind of funky music. I thought the music was kind of cool, uh, and, and this game, unusually, right, which I thought was kind of funny, um, punishes you, right? Because the start of the game you have a double shoot, right? If you die, it goes down to a single one, so it actually punishes you for dying. I did not. Yeah, it does that. Yeah, if you I die, it after I died yeah. the first time, I was like, I'm done. But it's it's definitely you know it's it's you kind of what I found was the mechanics more, suck. No, but it goes obviously you have to level it up. You get you pick up level ups as you're going through, like all bullet hell shooters, you know. So you've got to pick your level ups to sort of get get better shooting, faster moving ship, uh, and all that kind of crazy oh, stuff. Shit. And uh, I think you're being hard. Maybe I didn't play it long enough, but you know what? I shouldn't have to play it a long time to figure out what's going on. <laughs> well, you couldn't figure out what was going I mean, on. I could figure out what's going I on, but I didn't. I don't want to just play it for a long time to f- get a shoot a ship that shoots well. Yeah, I mean, I got better I... shooting from the jump. 
I and then when you the get first... the other ship, then you have double shooting and it's even better. Yeah, I did kill the first boss, so that was kind of fun. So I did get to the first boss on it and, and killed that eventually after a couple of goes at it, getting used to it. Uh, but I found I was focusing less on what I was shooting at and more on dodging the stuff coming at me. That's what I tended to find myself doing. So I was shooting, but I wasn't really looking if I was shooting anything in particular. I was more concerned with avoiding all the stuff coming off them because it gets, you know, the you know, the further in the game you get, the crazier it gets. Yeah. Um, what did you What did you think, Chinny? I feel like I've already played this game. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, it is. It is similar. That's the to problem a lot with it. Schmups. Nothing new. Yeah. Nah. yeah, the art style's nice. I like the art style. I thought I thought it looked kind of cool, but yeah, I agree. It is. It is very similar to all of the sort of shoot 'em ups, you know. Um, yeah, there's nothing innovative about it. Absolutely you know? not. No, no, which is a shame, really. Yeah, I mean, the last proper shoot 'em up where I thought there was some real cool innovation was uh, uh, probably Beat Hazard. You know, yeah, that... Beat Hazard's awesome. You know I like yeah. Beat Hazard. Yeah, because that was shame. all generated. This game ain't no Beat Hazard. No, generated by the music you were playing. So anyway, that's Indie, indie Pick for this week. I've got high hopes for next week, though. There's been a couple of decent high games. High on the helps or just high hopes? Yeah, not as good as Arcade Craft, because that is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Uh, but they don't come along too often. But uh, hopefully, I've got some high hopes for next week's game. So hopefully, we'll have something better. Um so on that note, it is time to move on uh, to Chini's News Time. Chini's News. Putting news first. That's right, everyone. That's the sh- part of the show where I pretend that I've looked at the news. <laughs> it's true. I'm sure you've been doing lots of research this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so much stuff. Um, so much stuff. So much stuff. Hey! Remember Epic and Impossible Studios? We do. You know, they came up with a name. You know, they were saying how great things were going to happen. And they gave them, uh, what was it, Infinity Blade Dungeons to yeah, develop. That's they, what they were up to. Yeah, they, was, they, they bought them up. What, what did they do before? Like, what was that? What did they buy them uh, They lost their jobs, Kingdoms, right? Kingdoms, Kingdoms of Avalor. That's right. Yeah, and they all lost their jobs at 38 Studios. And it was a big mess. But Epic came to the rescue, didn't they, Stu? They did. Didn't they? They did. To look after them, you know, bring them into the bosom of Epic. You know, yeah, they're gone. Make it nice. They're going. Oh no, yeah, you got rid of them. Bye bye. <laughs> um, sadly, <laughs> why, pray tell? Why would they do such a thing? I don't know. Uh, no. oh, terrible. But it, it is very sad because you know they could have been doing some good stuff. But there's been an update to this story. Uh, Bioshock Infinite developer Irrational Games have appeared to be interested in recruiting some of the staff that were laid off at Impossible Games. Uh, Irrational Creative Director and Bioshock Creator Ken Levine posted a link to Irrational's hiring page on Facebook along with the status update. I'm a huge fan of everything Big Huge ever did. The link was posted via Irrational Graphic Designer Zoe Brooks, who worked at the studios herself until last year. Just heard about Impossible Studios. Thought of you guys. Terrible news, she said. Irrational is currently looking for a new environmental artist, uh, narrative scripter, audio programmer, design manager, level designer, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, yeah. So it looks like Ken Levine. Well, isn't that, I'm not being in. funny. I'm not being funny, though. Isn't that almost identical to what Epic did? Because they were like, oh, we love your work. We like what you did. Come and work with Epic. 
and then let's get rid of you because we're not happy and it didn't quite work out as we were expecting or you know i wonder if there's been some sort of argumentation going on or disputes about something i don't know it does seem all a bit weird doesn't it you know, because they loved them and everything, and now they're like, nah, Strange, can't work with you. Uh, it also says in the story, this likely came as a surprise to many at Impossible Studios, uh, as the director of Impossible, Sean Dunn, only last week tweeted, reminded on a daily basis how awesome it is to be a part of the At Epic Games family. Yeah, so what's all that about? It's weird, isn't it? There's something weird going on. But corporate companies, you know, they may send... They see the numbers. They see the numbers, they don't see the people. God. Uh, Maybe maybe Infinity Blade Dungeons isn't going quite as well as they'd have liked. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Shame, it's a shame. Who knows? Interesting stuff from Eurogamer.net. It's another story I researched. Many hours, many hours. Games without Domino's? Games without Domino's. Uh, are likely to play better in your Xbox. But games without <laughs> demos, uh, statistically, sell better than those with demos, uh, provided they have a trailer to entice players. Notice some dude. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, what's this? Uh, do you agree with this, Stu? I, I absolutely do agree with this, because I think more often than not, demos put people off buying the game rather than encouraging them to buy it. I think that's what happens in the vast majority. I mean, how often do we say, or oh, maybe it was just a shit demo? You know what I mean? How often do we say that when we're talking about demos? We uh, go, oh, there, I gotta be honest, there are some games I've played where I'm like, I don't know, and then I play the demo and I'm like, oh, that game's awesome. Yeah, but Bioshock I, 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 I seems to be the one that everybody remembers for demo. Yeah, that's the only one that everyone remembers Dead that Space was amazing. Two, I think a demo sold a lot of people there. Possibly, but I think I think more often than not, they do more harm than good. I think games I've played, and I'm like that demo sucked, but I'm yeah. glad I played it because then like, I didn't waste my time or money on a dumb game. Oh, good for them, is it? Look, yeah, yeah, but sometimes, sometimes the demo is not always representative of the final game, and the what? game turns out to be way better than the demo. What was that game that you made me play, Duke, by gunpoint, and said it was like Halo Wars? I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> Shit, the game. Like, why would like if I was that company? I was like, don't release a demo because somebody might be tricked into buying it. Yeah. Um, but hey. And. Oh, Murta recently is a good example of that. Oh, Murta, yeah. Is that demo? They released a demo. I don't know. As far as I know, it's only PC at the moment. But it's not great. And well, it doesn't feel great. But again, the game could be better. I don't know. But. You're like, yeah, it's boring, not good, old-fashioned. And and people who may have bought that game without knowing and just bought it will not buy that game now, will they? They'll go, I'm not buying that shit. No, I got yeah. time for that. I ain't got time for that shit. Uh, but the, the statistics are kind of interesting because it goes into a bit more detail, doesn't it, on the numbers sold. You know, depending on whether it's got a demo or not got a demo. Mm-hmm. In that story, you've researched it. It's sort of Chinese news. It does tell you. In the, in the second paragraph down, so I'm sure it does, that. mate. <laughs> Just sure saying. it fucking does. <laughs> so he's saying, sure right. Does I'll, you. Well, I'll read it out as soon as you're not going to bother. Um, but he's saying, according, yeah, go on. You read it. Read no, it. you carry on, sir. According to the report, report. Game, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, games without a demo, demo. <laughs> or a trailer, 
<laughs> but it's like I've got a weird echo in Chinny's like voice. Like I've got a weird <laughs> echo in Chinny's voice. Voice. Uh, oh. So less than 100,000 units on average. Those with just a demo sold about 200,000 units. Those with both a demo and the trailer average around 250,000 units, while those with only a trailer and no demo sold to over 500,000. So it's all double the amount by not having a demo. Just goes to figure, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Well, just goes to figure. Make a better game, bitch. So what they say is, why waste all that money on making a demo when we sell double to to sell half the amount of games? Well, so most most game companies, though, in fairness, Stuart, make a demo for E3 or PAX or something like that, yeah. and then they just yeah. go, well, we've made it, so we might as well flush it out. And it's the opposite way as well, because we played, you know, Aliens Colonial Marine uh, demo multiplayer thing and thought it was pretty cool. And it's not looking great. New- you know, I'm not saying it is going to be terrible, but it isn't looking great at the that moment. That small section that we played was very good, but we only played it for five minutes, yeah. and we was all sitting right next to each other. And it's not representative, I no, guess. It's of not the, the same the as you sitting in your house, me sitting in my house. No. Uh, no. I'm playing it for hours. And it's very controlled on a LAN network. No you know, need to worry about Wi-Fi or anything of that nature. Mm. Mm. Shall we talk about the next Unreal 4 engine game? Yeah, let's have a listen to that. What's that all about? That'd be great if we talked about that. That would, that would sound like news if I actually talked about it. Would. It would. So, I don't know. Maybe I should bring that up. You can do it's if on. you like. No. Uh, right, oh. so, uh, Daylight is an Unreal 4 engine randomly generated horror game from Blacklight Dev. So this is Zombie Studios again. Zombie Studios, which also made... What? That thing we just talked about. Uh, <laughs> Saw. Saw 2. Saw 2, Flesh and Blood, Blacklight, Tango yeah. Down, um, Special Forces Team X. Is that yeah. what you played too? That's what we've just yeah, yeah. been talking Yeah. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, uh, they're making a game called Daylight. Uh, and it's a randomly generated first-person horror game. Uh, powered by Unreal Engine 4. Uh, this makes the first third-party Unreal uh, Engine 4 game to be announced. The game will take place in an asylum, Batman, uh, and each playthrough <laughs> is expected to last a mere 25 to 30 minutes, Left 4 Dead. Uh, according to a report by IGN, who attended the game, game's <laughs> unveiling at DICE. Uh, this may sh- sound short, but the randomly generated aspect and cryptic story encourages multiple replays. Left 4 Dead. Quote, each time you might be getting a different story elements, uh, said writer Jessica Chobot. Dear Esther. Uh, <laughs> Jessica Chobot, Mass Effect 3. And uh, she used to work at IGN. I am a Jessica Chobot. Do what I say. Jessica yeah. Chobot. Um, Quote, uh, the Chobot the the Robot also says, and over the course, you wouldn't get this on real news, would you? Uh, Quote, and over the course of that time, depending on how long you decide to play and what you find, it opens up with the concept of the world a little more. The backstory, what your involvement in it is, uh, how you find yourself here and what not. Brilliant. Uh, So instead of finding the same item over and over and over again, uh, and saying, I'm not going to bother reading this piece of paper because I've seen it a thousand times. It's different every time. Now, Duke, sum it up in one word. Uh, one word, one word. Come on, Duke. Random. You played a game like this. Random. 
Stu, Random. one word, give me a go. Uh, amnesia clone. That's what I'm saying. Mine's left for dead. If you say it really fast, that counts as one word. Right, so. <laughs> or condemned. Condemned. Uh, I'm not really excited about this, given that it's the people that made uh, Black yeah. Light. And I mean, These guys it's going to look pretty, isn't it? Because yeah. it's Unreal Engine 4. But wait till we see the shit that hasn't been announced yet, which is made by people that could make... Yeah. Decent game. This this sounds a bit more like the, these guys seem to just copy other games, don't they, and try to do their version of it, you know, and get on the back of that. And this just seems another one of them to me. It's just another clone of you know, Slender or Amnesia or that type of game, you know. But you know, that's not to say it might not be interesting and scary. Could, you know, it might could, be kind. But of their cool. their track record is it's not brill. It's not terrible, but it's just <sighs> average. They're just an average developer. No, well, they? yeah. I mean, I liked Saw 1, for example, and I thought Blacklight was a kind of a decent effort, uh, yeah. but I didn't really like it that much. Anyway, I'll just read this one, uh, and then we'll get on to the big juicy topic. But this one uh, is close to Stu's heart, I guess, because it's a game he likes. So um, yeah. it's a story about a girl who played Journey, and it help, helped her with the loss of her father. Uh, last year, last year's standout PS3 game Journey was an emotional experience for many. That was certainly the case for Sophia, a 15-year-old who wrote the above letter to one of the game's creators, uh, Genova Chen, is it? About, the, yep. about how Journey helped her cope with the loss of her father. Uh, so I'll read this letter that this little 15-year-old girl wrote to the developers. Um, so here we go. Your game practically changed my life. It was the most fun I had with him since he, he'd been diagnosed. My father passed away in spring 2012, only a few months um, after his diagnosis. Weeks after his death, I could finally return myself to playing video games. I tried to play Journey, and I could barely get past the title screen without breaking down into tears. In my dad's and in my own experience with Journey, it was about him and his journey to the ultimate end. I believe we encountered your game at the most perfect time. I want to thank you for the game that changed my life, the game whose beauty brings tears to my eyes. Journey is quite possibly the best game I've ever played, and I'll con- I continue to play it, always remembering what joy it brought and the joy it continues to bring. I am Sophia, I am 15, and your game changed my life for the better. Oh, see, it's a- nice to have... Nice. It's nice to have a nice video game. That's very nice. Story. Very sweet. Um, yeah. So it helped. It kind of, it's, it's, it's a fond memories of her father. Um, yeah, so we'll... Good. Yeah, I won't... Go into any more detail. I think that's enough of that. So that's very nice. Uh, but the yep. big juicy topic um, that's going around is, which I think is, hmm, all right, I'll just read it. Uh, report, uh, according to Kotaku.com and every fucking podcast I've ever listened to this week, uh, is yep. uh, this coming from an, uh, an unknown source or an unreleased source from Edge. Uh, suggests that Microsoft's next Xbox console uh, will need an internet connection all the time um, and won't be able to play used games. Quote from the the website, we have not been able to confirm this uh, report, which claims that Durango, which is the card now for the the next Xbox, discs will ship with one-time use activation codes that render them irrelevant to anyone but the person who first uses them. Edge also says that the next Xbox will use Blu-ray discs 
ship with a new version of Connect and holds an AMD 8-core CPU that runs 1.2 gigahertz and 8 gig of RAM. Um, blah, 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 blah. So you need an internet connection all the time, according to this rumor, and you can't play used games also. So, Stu. Yes. What do you think? Not a lot. I just, well, I do think a lot, but not a lot of, of them doing this. Um, I first mean, this all, has been... The, the, the first thing to, to, to tackle this, do you think this is true? Potentially. I think, I, I mean, there's rumours that the PS3 is not going to play used games. There was rumours that the Xbox wasn't going to do this. You know, Burley, after someone leaked that there was the Durango was coming, it was said that they wouldn't uh, support used games, didn't they? So this has been around for a while. It's nothing new. You know, it's but just a new report saying the same Do you thing. think Microsoft would do it? I don't know what the benefit to them is, apart from... Because, at the, you know, end of the day, they, I mean, well, then I guess they get a cut of all the software sold, so if it's all new sales. I think, look, my opinion is, if they concentrate more on downloadable games as opposed to disc-based games, I don't think it'll be that big a deal. I think if they continue to, you know, release most of their major new releases on a disc, then it probably will be more of an issue. So what you're saying is if they just kind of let it happen, the used games thing, but offered better deals like Steam do. Yeah. Because people go where the the cheap games are, right? So if they just went, well, yeah, you can buy them in the store, which is fine, but we'll just like sell them at ridiculous prices on over Xbox Live. So that'll be the place to get them. Yeah, I, mean, I think they've got to compete with the second-hand sales of games as opposed to... Because all that will happen, in my opinion, you know, we've got all these bloody hackers out there trying to hack into these things as soon as they come out anyway. But it will give them more of a motivation to do it. If they go, it's a once-only use on one console, you can bet your bottom dollar that they'll be trying to find a way to circumnavigate that so they can use used games in the Xboxes. Now, Duke, now I know that you struggle to care about such things. Yes. Um, but what do you think? Do you think this is true? Do you think Microsoft could do it? I think it's true that they won't make it backwards compatible. Is that what we're talking about? Sorry, I've been no, kind of no, yeah. trying not, to... No, 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 not no. backwards compatible, but like uh, the Xbox always has to have an internet connection. Oh, I believe they would do it because that's the thing to do for DRM. Now, here's what I will say. From what I've heard from especially soldiers overseas, that makes games unplayable. So yeah. I don't. They can't. I mean, a lot of us think about it and always on internet connection is like whatever. I have that all the time anyway. But uh, that that for soldiers overseas, absolutely not. They can't play it at all, which sucks. And therefore, and and there's people in areas that don't have stable internet or you know high speed or they have data limits or whatever. It's just stupid. There's other ways to do DRM, and I think it would be dumb for Microsoft to have that here. I don't yeah, I think they'll yeah. do it. I'm, I've I'm, never been one to like predict this is what will or will not happen. I'm um, first of all, that's partly I think that's partly me hoping that they don't do it, but uh, I really don't think they will. I, I and do you know they, what if I they think do it there, I think they're going to slip up. Do you know what I think they'll do? I think they'll release the console and not have that to begin with. When they've got a fairly sizable install base, they'll do it then as, a, mm. as an update, as a I th- patch. I think I think they should just let it go, and then people just download any. I mean, look at the change from the start of the Xbox 360 to now of how you download games on Xbox Live, yeah. and like just imagine the change that's going to happen soon. So 
it's really not an issue for them to do it. I don't think it matters. Like, like I think you said it's huge. Like, I don't really see how it's going to affect them that much if they didn't no. do it. And it's just going to like it's going to make people hate them. Right. No, I think the bit that bought, bought, and this is what we've got to consider. If PS3 do that, and obviously developers are, are more fucked. inclined, well, it, you know, and it comes back PS4, down to, and I've mentioned this before. I've mentioned this before. Yeah, sorry, the PS4, the new Sony, yeah. whatever that, you know. It comes down to this, though. If they caught the guys who are doing the best exclusive games because they're going to do them on our console and there won't be any second-hand sales of your game, you know, and and that's that's got to be a consideration. I don't know. You know. I, I I feel like if one console does it over the other, the one that does it is in a bad situation. I don't know. So but, uh, look, 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 you think about it. So if I'm Sony, all right, and I think that Microsoft might do it, I wouldn't do it. And if I'm Xbox and I think that Sony might do it, I wouldn't do it because. You, you don't benefit if you do it. You know what? They put it, Xbox, Microsoft put a questionnaire on their Facebook, right? Official Microsoft um, Facebook questionnaire. And it said, do you want to, do, do you want to just download your games or uh, do you want to use physical copies? After this news, like two days after this news came out, it's like rumor. And like it was 98% physical. And I don't think that's true. But I think that's a sign of, like, don't do it, Microsoft. Possibly, but do you know what? You know, as a as a more sort of avid PC gamer now, it, it sort of it sort of doesn't no, matter doesn't. because... I, I agree. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you can play second-hand games or not because what Steam do so brilliantly well is that, yeah, they sell stuff at normal price. They make it cheap. But every now and again, they sell cheap stuff for you. you know, they, they put a, so, yeah. This is what I'm saying, though, right? Microsoft and Sony have to do what Steam do, next generation. Yeah. They have yeah. to do it. If they don't do it, they're screwed. They probably won't do it yeah. as cheap and as often as Steam do, but they'll have to do it, right? So if they lock out used games, it'll be no benefit to them. They'll just make everybody hate them, which is why I don't think they'll do it. And, and what Duke said, it'll lock out a certain audience, um, people, you know... Uh, overseas, people that travel, people that are in the army, in the navy, or wherever. It's just not. I mean, people can't borrow games, and kids, you know, kids used to borrow games a lot, and I don't know. The more of an issue is that the more of a potential issue. Say you've got a family with three kids, you know, teenagers, and each of those teenagers has got their own Xbox or whatever. They can't even share the game between the only themselves. That this, I think, this rumor could be half true, right? And we don't know the full facts, which is everybody gets very excited about this rumor. And like the, the my main point, I suppose, about it is like we don't know the full story. We're only seeing one side of the coin. Right. And it could be yeah. that you need an Internet connection permanently to play your games that you buy online or something. Yeah. Right. And then that's kind of like fair game, I suppose, because that's what Steam do. But if you buy the physical copy, then you don't have to. So it, it looks like it's half. It could be half true. We don't know everything. Therefore, you know, it's it's a bit it's a bit of a, a stretch to start thinking anything really. But yeah, I hope they don't do it. I hope they don't do it because it'll just kill the kill the console, and then I'll have to buy. I, it don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not bothered. I'm not really that bothered because I, I barely ever buy... I do buy second-hand games occasionally, but not very often. But then I know 
for a fact that obviously game stops vast majority of their profit is made up of second hand game sales so obviously a lot of people do I'm go not, and I'm buy second about games you know retail stores like they can go to hell anyway i'm worried about the people that kind of use like love film for example like me um for their gaming or yeah they, that's more yeah or they borrow it off their friends or they can't afford to to you know look like, to buy everything or they just things like that or they don't i know a lot of people that don't have xbox live it's like all those people that don't play xbox live because they can't connect to live they just can't do it even though they would if they could they can't play your console no more that's a bit that's yeah, really dumb. dumb that's a bit out of order like i know somebody that would love to play an xbox live but just can't do it because he has he lives in this weird flat and all he all he's got is one of those like crappy dongles that you get from you know like the mobile network places so he's like oh no i can't do it so why would you why would you shut that person out yeah, i agree i think we've just it, got to wait and there's a lot of people like that a lot of people like that anyway right i think that's the end of the news because show's going on yeah. People want to no, hear us I, talk I about what might or might not be in the next thing, though. PS4. Just kidding. I don't think be, people give a crap. PS4 is going to be black. <laughs> yeah. It's going to have a controller with two like, little knobs on it. Uh, there has been some new X information today. X. Supposed leaked Durango information. Durango is the Xbox one, right? Yeah, yeah. So apparently, one of the things it'll allow you to do, which is kind of cool, I guess, is... If you're playing a game, perfect for people like me with with limited sort of time and you know uh, attention. It'll finish <laughs> it for you. But it, no, no, it'll allow you to say you're in the middle of a game. You can actually swap it out, put another game in, and it'll it'll save where you're up to in that game in its memory sort of thing. And then when you put the game back in, it'll just carry straight on from where you were Ooh, up to. Ooh, that'll be interesting. That's that's kind of cool. So it'll remember which bit you. So you don't actually actually load it up again. It'll just pause it in the background. So uh, yeah. Uh, like like you on your tell. iPhone or something, when you kind of come out yes. and you press the button and you go back into it, it's the same place. It's still in the same place, Interesting. yeah. Interesting. Mm, so that's kind of cool. Oh, by the uh, way, I've got that Anarchy Reigns from Love Film. Rumors. Oh, yeah, I saw your picture. Um, now, I think I've thought about this, right? And off, off out the gate, I'm already not liking this game. And I've not even put it in my Xbox. <laughs> right. Sorry, what kind of game is this? Anarchy Reigns is like a brawler or some shit. Um, uh, uh. And I thought to myself, I've got to stop being so harsh to Japanese shit games, right? So <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really gonna try because I start on like a negative straight away with these types of games. Um, so I'm really gonna try and be neutral when I put the disc into my Xbox. That is all. That is all. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll be interested to see what you think. We played this over a year ago, yeah, didn't geez, we? Yeah. And we didn't think a whole lot of it. But again, could be wrong about it. Could we get, you know, played one that we didn't like and it could be cool. Who knows? We, we seem to be crap at guessing the games. No, what every game we play at Eurogame, we always look, it turns out to be shit. <laughs> yeah, it does. But Rage, it's Rage not... is the best thing about Eurogame. Yeah. Oh, Rage was all right, though. That was okay. Yeah. It's like Dishonored. It was crap. What was the game of the year? Look, whatever we say, just do the opposite. Yeah. We'll probably yeah, be right. It's the best thing ever. Worst game ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, back. So that that all being said, that all being said, uh, I think it's time uh, to move on to emails for this week. All right, I've got to get this ready, and I'm going to email. Uh, email. 
that rule. Son of a bitch. Um, hot off the press, we've just had one in. I'll read this one first because it's very <laughs> short. <laughs> just come in. <laughs> it says, Chitty, stew, don't buy aliens yet. <laughs> <laughs> From Jason Gollaher saying, uh, I've seen many early reviews taking the piss out of aliens. Uh, uh, oh. Rent it. Don't buy. Well, we've just read them out, so we know. We know already. Uh, but yeah, I've been trying to warn other people going, don't buy it. Um, but no, the first actual email this week, be it like from from that's coming during the week, is from the Play Vault. From the Play Vault. Ah, the Play Vault. Uh, yeah, Play Vault. Uh, this is from. Yeah, this is yeah. Regarding the meetup, this is from Andrew and John Mouse. And uh, they say, Andrew and I will scope out three places in Birmingham near the end of Feb. I'll take some photos and we'll report back to you on suitability of venues. Uh, We will save getting drunk until after we have scoped them out, though. Business before beer. Peace and biscuits, your Facebook junkie bitches, John. So they're going to go do some scoping out for uh, the next get-together. So thank you very much for that. Berms as well. Berms. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is the proper email off Jason. This is kind of a big one. So here we go. Jason uh, is email for this week. Yeah, this one's called Shake It Up. Stu has a pizza party and I fell off the damn poo wagon. I am all out of toilet paper. Yep. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Chinny, Super Mario Land 3D wasn't a Mario Galaxy quality game. But it was the latest excellent Mario game. If people own a 3DS, they should play it. But P-U to the Wii U. Steambox will be cheap. I don't oh, Steambox. Oh, we missed, you missed that bit of new Steambox. We should have quickly talked it. about. Uh, well, it's not a Steambox, is it? What is it? It's a, it's a Streambox. That's what it is. So basically, um, Gabe Newell was doing a, a thing at DICE. I think it was it at DICE. He was at... Uh, doing a talk on what's going to be happening, and and he's basically said that it's it's not going to be a, a sort of purpose-built PC for using Steam. It's basically going to be a box that you connect to your TV that streams via your PC, so you can play on your right. TV properly. So it's kind of like a router for your PC. Yeah, yeah basically, it's it's like a console, but just a t- it's only going to it's going to be less than a hundred dollars. So it's just a gateway between your television and your PC. So, so you, you still have need to a, still... a sick PC. Yes, pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. That's about the size of it. Not so Steambox really. will be cheap, but it's not really a console. It's a gateway to your telly. But can't you already room. use your TV? In the big not to play games on. Yes, you can. Not to play a game. No, but you can if you have your PC in your living room. So what he's saying this is, is so you can PC can still be in your office or wherever the hell you have in your gaming right. room, but you can play your games you don't have on to your physically TV like downstairs. Put, put a lead to it and stuff. Right? No, you do, but via this box, it, so it's not going to so be it streams a PC. It. Streams it. Yes, the internet. It basically, internet. it basically streams it, yeah, from your PC to your television. Like um, Apple TV, pretty much. Yes, oh. like Apple TV. That's pretty much it. Oh, check but it'll like support controllers and all that kind of stuff and big picture mode and media stuff. So it's going to be like media center type thing via your PC, but also for games as well. So it sounds kind of cool. It does. If you've, if you've got a gaming it's PC cool already. But people with gaming PCs. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Yeah, it's a cool option because you can sit. No longer can you say you can only do play in your living room if you've got your console. It's you can really now do it with your PC. That, that I give a shit about no, no, but some people will. 
Anyway, Steam Box will be cheap, but it's not quite what we thought, as far as we can see. Again, look, Stu, now that all the facts, I know we do, it's completely different. Yeah. Stu, sorry to hear about the lull in your gaming. Maybe you should try Kentucky Route Zero. It's your style. I don't know what that is. I haven't checked it out. Whatever it is, don't bother. I don't know what it is, but just don't bother. The end of Feb. For sure, it's not worth your time. The end of Feb brings an alpha beta for Lifeless Planet. Check it out. Uh, sounds cool. I like the sound of that. I don't know what it is. Uh, Aliens, Lara and Bioshock. I'm not sure about Aliens anymore, but Lara and Bioshock possibly will pull you in soon enough. Also, Super Hexagon has been recreated in Little Big Planet 2, which I played thanks to him. So I've been in, as I oh, said earlier in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's uh, been recreated. And it's cool. It's very cool. Forgotten how cool that game is. Did you buy a Little Big Planet for that? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I've had Little Big Planet 2 for ages. All oh, right. Got it a long time ago. Anyway, he says, hey, guys, I have a confession. Hey. Oh, oh wait, should I play this oh. thing? Yeah, oh, thing. A second. Play the thing. Play I the got thing. the thing. I'm going to let it play the whole thing. Hey, kid, why don't you spill your guts? Tell us everything. Thing, 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 thing. Everything. Okay, I'll suck. Do you know, I still, I still, I'm impressed at what I did with that soundbite. It's kind you of a cool one. You chopped it up like Jam Master J. I did, I did. It was good. It was good for me. Good for me. Anyway, he says, "Oh my gross!" Last week, with all that talk of nudity and vomiting, I actually had to fast forward. If I wanted to listen to a show about a bunch of nude dudes and vomit, I'd listen to the Overseas Connection. Long. Next. You'll be talking about Stu slinging poo and corn getting stuck between Duke Jesus and Chinny's teeth. <laughs> do, you have, do you not have any boundaries? I don't think he does with his emails. Now, I just finished listening to How Stuff Works podcast. They also have a TV show now. They were talking about fecal transplants and fecal shakes and <laughs> that are needed to save the lives of people that are off balance. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Oh my god, what does that even mean? I don't know, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Oh my god. I'm assuming everyone is well aware of the Breaking Bad humble pizza toss also by now. J.J. Uh, Abrams recently filmed Stu blindly tossing a pizza box full of liquid poo onto the roof of a house. Oddly enough, Duke and Chidi were on that roof with mouths agape. What the <laughs> so hell? This isn't an email of a sane man. So I have a Is it question. ever? Duke Chitty, was it actually CGI or did you just swallow a humble liquid shake? Damn. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing for sure, it stung pretty bad. And Duke Chin, by the way, you still have some corn stuck between your None teeth. None of this is real. You put so much effort into an email that doesn't really happen. <laughs> Enjoy your shakes. That corn casserole I had last night was lovely. Stu, you're my hero. You potentially saved two of my favourite podcasters' lives and now they are on balance again. I've got to make medical donations more often. It feels good. I love how stuff works. Love the tweets last week, nude and all. I've got to run. This email is making me feel like I have to puke. By the way, why can't you guys just call me Dick or Harry? It's so much easier. Also, Bob should get on that fecal transplant business. It could be very lucrative. <laughs> it could be. It's true. Because the FDA doesn't regulate it. Dick or Harry. There you go. Oh, my God. Oh, 
Jeez. Yeah, God damn, that email oh. made my day. And by the way, Chinny, uh, in case you're wondering about Anarchy Reigns, uh, here's a little bit from Yahtzee's review. The single-player campaign feels like a furniture showroom. The four multiplayer combat arenas available are converted into hub worlds, from which one embarks upon story missions and optional missions, except you need to get a certain amount of points to proceed, and you can't redo story missions, so I don't know what dictionary Sega picked up the word optional from, but it probably also defines chlamydia as a low-fat alternative <laughs> the- <laughs> Oh, There's something to look forward to. Uh, right, Chini, you're up next uh, from Rickster. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a hell of an email. You may want to edit out all the swearing because there's kind of a lot in it. Okay. Uh, subject. Fuck you. No, it's not really. Um, <gasps> hater. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right, taking a drink. Here we go. Here we go. From Rick Star. Um, hello all, I recently come back to the podcast. Wow, Chinny is such a hater. I mean, I could understand why a mouth breather would slavishly still extol the supposed bitter- betterness of the 360. Yeah. But the reality is that the PlayStation does everything apart from cross-game chat. Get over it. It's not important, people. Which is what every PlayStation owner says. Um... But if they had it, they would fucking brag about it. Uh, PCs <laughs> are nerdy but upgradable, so parts are important uh, as not everything is interchangeable. Get the fuck over it. Uh, sorry to have to inform you, but SimCity won't be on Steam as it as it is an EA published game on their online store called Origin, uh, as they um, brackets EA had a massive argument with Valve. They removed all their stuff from Steam and created Origin. That's blah, true. Blah, blah. Mm, yeah, but Gini, I, I don't think you... You wouldn't... I don't think, Well, you probably might have assumed you were getting it on Steam, but I don't think no, you'd be No, I knew, I knew about Origin because um, yeah. it's, it's also known as the Battlefield player. Yeah. Uh, the news of the first next-gen console is important as it brings... Uh, to an end, all the speculation that some game um, commentators were saying, i.e. that Sony weren't even going to br- bring out a new console, uh, that was Rebel FM apparently, it also gives new hope that the next breakthrough in gameplay is about to happen. So don't meh the announcement, Mike. Uh, the battlefield, the battle for the living room is about to be joined um lastly will you stop being so rude and refrain from interrupting Stu all the time yes he's an annoying twat uh but he has an opinion and should at least be able to put it out there without all the interruptions i'm going to interrupt your email now rick (laughs) do you know how many times Stu interrupts me (laughs) and duke by going it is true let me just stop you there let me just stop you for a minute what, what do you mean? What? Sorry? Exactly. He's doing it now. Uh, right. <laughs> carry on with him. Well done, Duke, for not playing too many sound, sound clips. Um, they are still annoying as fuck. Uh, finally, I don't know why he listens, to be honest. Uh, finally, I hope everyone gets everything they want out of the new consoles. I, for one, can't wait. And I'm loving the thought of a new shiny goodness that will come out for the next few years. Yours, Rickster. P.S. Sorry about not joining in on the gaming nights, but I don't use a controller much anymore. Uh, uh, wish me luck when I have my hand cut off. When I have to have my hand cut off? Is that a reference to what? what? Dead, if so, spoilers! 
I doubt it. Who knows? So thank you very much, Rickster, for writing into the show. Um, am I a hater? Do I hate stuff? I don't think you're necessarily a Shut hater. Up, Joe, I wasn't asking you. I, I do. I <laughs> there. Uh, hater. I, I have been playing a lot of shit games, and I hate those. And I did yeah, say on true. this very episode, like about ten minutes ago, that I'm not going to try and hate um, anarchy shit reigns straight away. <laughs> keeping it real. Trying to keep keeping it, it real. Keep it real. Because when I put that turd of a game in my Xbox, I want to be level on the yeah. That's scale. it. That's it. You're just honest, man. You just give your opinion. That's what we do on this oh, show. We just give opinions. Real. We give opinions. Okay, uh, next email is from... So, yeah, thanks, Rick, Thank for you, being Rick. so nice from, in your email. From Chris Ho. Yeah, keep listening, man. Yeah, Chris Ho, this and is from all the way from... Hong Kong. I better not Hong do Kong. my um, Japanese no. impressions. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But he's written in, uh, so he must like him. He does. Uh, <laughs> gaming from Hong Kong. Anyway, he says, hi, guys. Hi. Oh, hi. I recently... I recently moved to Hong Kong about five months ago and thought I would enlighten you as to what goes on over here. As I tweeted to Duke recently, and he asked me what it was like. Gaming here is relatively expensive in comparison to the UK. Although the price of the consoles is fairly cheap and the games are even more than they are in the UK. There is also no pre-owned market uh, as the price of pre-owned is just a few pence cheaper than the original games. The classic market here is fairly big, uh, though. A PS, a slim PS2 can go for as much as £200 pre-owned. Cheap. Whereas in, whereas in the UK, you can barely give them away. I uh, really wish I had brought out masses of old PS2s and yeah, PS1 consoles and games with me here just to sell them off. Just the other day, I saw an original Final Fantasy VIII PS1 title selling for uh, five, I don't know, is that five, fifty? 55 Hong Kong dollars. Hong Kong dollars, 550 Hong Kong dollars, 55. I don't know, uh, which is around 45 pounds. So 45 quid for Final Fantasy VIII on the PS1. Anyway, nice to see you guys retweeting my "Ain't Nobody Got Time for This" photo on Twitter. Uh, been listening uh, since around episode 30, and this is my first email. So looking forward to hearing my email read. Thank you kind very regards. much, Chris. Chris. So thank you, Chris. There you go. Read out as request. Cheers to you, Chris. Uh, do you want to do uh, Christopher Matthews? You want to do that? One uh, closet gamers. Closet gamers, go uh, for it. Go. What's up? What's up, VG? I'm gonna read it like Chris. Um, please don't kill me, Chris. Uh, <laughs> hey, I've been playing XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, he's, he's gonna kill I'm, you. <laughs> I'm so dead. You're uh, so dead, man. And like he knows, like he's laughing at this now. He thinks it's funny, but he's, he's like, I'm still gonna kill him. Like for this? Yeah, yeah. I was sorry. He'll be sending someone round to your house. There'll just be a knock on the door. What's up, PG? <laughs> Some dude in a balaclava. I was sorry to hear about Duke's running with administration <laughs> over his virtual <laughs> troops video. I imagine it can be awkward when your personal and professional lives start to blend. <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you what it's like to have people giving you a hard time about your freedom of speech. He doesn't know anything about that, being in the military. Uh, anyway, he goes on to, uh, that reminded me of a question I had whilst listening to Gamers with Job podcast. Are you generally, generally open about your gaming hobby uh, with your professional colleagues, or do you sort of keep it to yourself? Stu. Now, I'll answer, um, no, I'll answer this. 
Stu tells fucking everyone. I don't know. I don't actually tell. Even I'm, I'm... the plants in his office. <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> no, I'm I'm sort of more the opposite way. I very rarely talk about what I do for a living on the show because the, to me they're two completely separate things. Um, what we do know is that quite a few of the people who I work with listen to the show. So hello to you guys. Which proves that yeah. you talk about it at work. <laughs> Which proves that I have talked about it at work. It is true, uh, but I don't podcast. tell. I don't tell everybody and everybody. I do talk to tell people. That. I'm on a podcast. Yeah. Most people go, "What's a podcast?" You know, most people are a bit like, "What is that? What does it do? Why, you know, why do you do it? What is it?" Um, so people, people genuinely, you know, generally are, are sort of like, "Oh, it's interesting. What is that?" So how does that work? How do you do one? You know, what does it? What is it like? So, so yeah, uh, but I don't tend to like, you know, tell loads of people. Duke. So what about what about you? I'm very open about it. People are like, how was your weekend? I'm like, oh, I'm awesome. I saved Skyrim again. That's what I did this weekend. <laughs> well, you do that every day, to be fair. Uh, every fair. Day. <laughs> but like, I, if I know they don't play the game, I'll tell them something about the end of the game, which I don't want to give spoilers for y'all. But, you know, I'll say, like, here's what I did. In the, you know, I finished. I became the uh, Archmage of the College of Winterhold. And they're like, what? Skyrim? I think... Do you know, I, genu- I genuinely think it's one of the hardest things to do is describe to someone a game who doesn't play games. Oh, yeah. Because you just look at you like you'd like you're mental or something. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. What is that all about? And, and as we know, Chidi, you probably talk about games constantly at work, seeing as you're next well, to a game developer. Yeah, I don't really talk about it that much, but we, I sit next to Chris and uh, Coop and Adam and Jake, and they are Void Games. And they play a lot of games. So, Chris will go, play Far Cry. And I'll go, oh, I haven't played Far Cry yet. <laughs> <laughs> but now me and Chris talk about Breaking Bad a lot. So, um, yeah. yeah, so I talk to them about games a lot. Now and again, Matt will bug me about something games related. But usually, Troy just talks about football. I don't care. Um, Phil, a friend of mine, who kind of walks past our office, uh, he plays a lot of games. He's a retro gamer, though, really. Um, so, yeah, I'll do... Yeah. He, he'd have lied this week's indie pick. Like that pester, that's his kind of game. Nah. Um, so, yeah. Look, I do talk about him pretty much, but I don't really bring him up out of the blue. Hey! Everybody playing game space? He's kind of like... No, I mean, what's, what's been interesting for me, I've there's, there's quite a few girl gamers who, who work at a couple of the places I am. So yeah, and so I found out about some gamers that you wouldn't have realised were gamers. So that's kind of been kind of interesting. Cool. Cool. So, so anyway, yeah, carrying on with the email. Uh, the email. Chris also got on to say uh, the instant uh, on GWJ. What? What? Games with jobs. Games, games with jobs. With jobs. That brought. He's this... gone now. He's gone for initials of the show. Right. Brought. Uh, that brought this to mind was a story about a manager listening to one of his employees talking about games and having an internal debate whether or not to engage in the conversation about their shared hobby. I was surprised to find that he would give this a moment's thought. As an army officer, I have always talked to the young soldiers about uh, under my charge about games. Uh, if I knew they were into games, I would even play a game with them if I had the chance. This is a great way to get to uh, get to them and to relax and open up and maybe hear some of what what's really happening rather than the usual yes sir everything's fine that you get. Um, they just don't want to talk to you. 
Uh, anyway, I just off Skyrim this week. Skyrim doesn't get played enough on this show. Uh, I just, just off Skyrim just this week, and it sucked me back in. I don't think anyone ever finishes Skyrim, uh, but I will attempt to do so over the next few years. Peace out. Christopher Matthews, please don't kill me. Do you know what, Ginny? If, if Christopher played a game with you, you know, it would just delull you into a false sense of security oh, yeah. before he kills Chris you. He's a good guy. I mean, we played we play that That's game together. He's, he's all right. I'll on the door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what would happen. Hey, Chris. Uh, Chris the final email is off Stuart Leckie, and he says, Ahoy, hoy. Hoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. Am I the biggest Vita fan? Question mark. Yep. This is my collection of Vita stuff. I know the picture doesn't make for a good podcast fodder, so here's a quick description. I have one first edition bundle, one 3G Wi-Fi machine, one Assassin's Creed white bundle, and a spur console for the kids. A nice bunch of games and a 32 gig memory card loaded with PS Plus goodness. I can't wait to get Urban Trials this week for Vita. Pretty much a trials game on a handheld, which sounds fun to me. Scotty Stew in Calgary. Stew, Alec, 52. So there you go. He's got, he's got like, well, like three That's the most consoles. Vita games four I've seen. Consoles. Sorry, he's got four consoles. That's the most Vita games I've seen in one picture ever. So In oh. one person's possession. Also, there's this. Ahoy, hoy. Brilliant. So there's that. Oh my god! I'll tell you what I thought. I looked at this picture. I thought, is there that many games out for the Vita on disc? Well, <laughs> no, you did. Wow, wow, wow! There's way more than I ever thought. What's going on? Take no, that, uh, Stulek. I mean, the the Vita is a good little piece of tech, and if it shocks me how shit it is. At the same <laughs> no, time, it's not, like, it's not shit. No, it's not shit. Like, but it's 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 shit. Stop it. Stop being a hater, Ginny. I am being a hater because you being a hater because I don't think Sony do a very good job of promoting this little thing. Um, I don't, I don't think necessarily promoting, but in generally just supporting it more, supporting you know, it, when, promoting it, and it came out a little bit too late in the game, don't you think? You know, like when they released yeah. the PSP Go, that's when they should have released this. Do you know it's interesting? Uh, you know, we we sort of think Sony are good at supporting ind- independent developers and niche type games and so. On, but I don't. Sometimes I don't think they are that good at promoting stuff. But I mean, you know, supporting it. I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, it's interesting. There was a story this week about um, J- the Journey developers being bankrupt when they released Journey. Really? Pretty. Yeah, they were on their asses. And they released Flower uh, as well. Yeah, and and they were saying that you know they they wanted to spend more time making the game as good as it could be and by doing that they put themselves at a huge risk of going under um, and they were only very lucky that it got loads of you know games of the year awards and, and people wanted to play it and bought it and stuff otherwise it would be in dire straits now um, which I was kind of surprised at because I always got the impression that you know Sony really looked after the developers that worked for them you know what I mean and, and helped them out and stuff and yeah. gave financial support they, they needed to make the games the best thing they could be but it doesn't sound like it from reading this story you know what I mean maybe they just leave them to it maybe maybe I don't know I don't know but you know I, I'm I'm a bit shocked. I thought Sony were better than that, but you're right. I mean, there's been you know when when you think about some of the the exclusive games that haven't been that well supported on the on the Sony platform, you know what I mean, and haven't done as well as they were expected to do. 
you know, it does make you wonder, doesn't it, whether they whether they do care that much or whether they know the best way of promoting the stuff that's out on there. Uh, because I mean, that is it? Sly Cooper's out, isn't it? And I've heard yeah, barely anything about all. that. Yeah, I've heard barely anything about that, good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, the oh, was it All Stars Battle Royale? You know, I bet loads of people don't even know that actually came out. Yeah, again, and like, I don't know. I mean, apparently it's quite a good game as well. But mm? fucking Sony, just I don't think Microsoft any. would let that shit go by. No, give them an Uncharted game and it's like Uncharted this, Uncharted that, Uncharted everything. But I don't know, other stuff seems to be almost dismissed entirely, you know, like it's not even there. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I don't. I, I think I agree. But yes, he possibly is the biggest Vita fan I know anyway. Yep. Uh, Chris uh, MJW uh, loves his Vita as well. Yeah, yeah. He, still, he said he was going to send an email in defending his position, but that hasn't happened. Uh, so anyway, there you go. Um... And that's really about it for the emails. That's it for emails. Email. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything on the Facebook this week. I mean, I did put up a couple of things about the aliens, and we had quite a lot of responses to that. Uh, but I don't think there was anything in particular on the email, on the uh, Facebooks this week. I'm trying to look what else was put up this week. Uh, no, nothing that nothing that jumps out at me going. Oh yeah, we could do to talk about that because that you know people were like, ah, uh, yeah. There was a couple of comments on the Steam box stream box. People, John Wilson said, uh, so you have to have a gaming PC to have a Steam box. Seems like a pretty huge and obvious mistake. If you've already got a gaming PC, the need of a Steam box too is bloody pointless. Well, it's not because you can stream to your TV and play games on that in your living room, which is not too terrible. Uh, SLA's fought feeble on that one. So this one, um, yeah, no, I thought it was sort of only one. There was a cool thing on YouTube that I came across: evolution of PC graphics from 2000 to present day. So that was kind of cool, but it's two hours long. So Jesus you've got time Christ! To watch that. You know, I spent some time having a look. It's cool though; it's very cool. So that's something that requires a lot of time. I don't really have enough of it. Yeah, but you can sort of skip through it. No, but I don't got... have enough time for something like that. <laughs> no. Yeah, sometimes you just don't have time for it, do you? No. When something like that. You know, um, and I also put, a, put it. There you go, finally. Uh, yeah, and there's there's some guy. I don't know whether I mentioned this last week, but some guys put a developer. Uh, developers of Daisy have put a blog up, sort of showing how things are going. How long is that? that? How long is that article? Is it a lot? It's a video again. It's a YouTube video. It's about it? uh, it's about fifteen twenty minutes long. Oh, so you know, I've got time for that. You got some time for yeah. that. Yeah, got time. Sometimes you do have time for stuff like that, don't you? Hmm. Hmm. But it looks cool. So, yeah, that's looking kind of cool. They're uh, putting swamps in. So they put some swamp areas in and shows how to change your clothes and stuff. But nothing too exciting. Uh, but it looks cool. They're saying that you're going to have to scavenge a lot more in it than the original game. So, like, to get your tins of beans and stuff. Uh, and that's about it on the Facebook, really. There's not a whole lot on the Facebook. Uh, not really a ton of stuff on the Twitter. <laughs> it's a bit late. Comment, junkies. No, it's a good uh, thing to put at the end. Yeah, I guess. I guess I like a bookend to it. Uh, okay. Uh, and then on the Twitters, not a not a ton of stuff on the tweets. A similar sort of stuff on the tweets. Uh, question. I saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. Yeah, question to you, Ginny. Three separate people on the tweets have tweeted... 
coffee cup to you. Any ideas why? Uh, Deadly Premonition. Ah, because I kept seeing it and going, why are people tweeting coffee cup at you? I don't understand it. Coffee, and then I was looking on yours to see if there's some sort of conversation you've had. Well, I had to kind of yeah. think, to be honest. I was like, what was that? and I kind of thought, got- Deadly Premonition. Yeah, it must be. I can't think of any other reason. No, I can't. People. But it's weird because, right, people listen to the show. We can't remember everything we say on the show. And then they'll tweet stuff. And you're like, I have no idea. Yeah, they go, oh, it. that thing you said was funny. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I don't know. You know, obviously, School Duggar is picking us up on two items of things that we sort of needed to correct, which we did. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right in the show, mm-hmm. people. Yeah. 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 And that's it. And interestingly, you know, as it did, here we go, talking about the fourth wall or the whatever it is, right? We're talking about uh, Stu Leckie's email regarding his Vita collection. And at this very moment in time, he's talking about it on Twitter. Jesus. Yep, 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 yep. So there you go. There you go. So whilst we're doing it, it's already ongoing. You know, they're talking about the tweets and stuff about his, you know, post PSP collection. Duke, is, is Duke still there? I'm still here. I think he's died. No, uh, that bug in Skyrim is driving me crazy. Oh, what's it? What's it this time? A wasp? No, no the dude's supposed to give me orders, but he just comes up Me? and he starts going blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Right, on that note, we need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So, coming to you first, Chini. Um, I don't know if I... shout-out. Hey! I don't know if I talked about this last week. Maybe I did. I don't know. Um, but the Nerdist podcast. It's a very popular podcast. Uh-huh. Um, they have a ton of like stars on that show. Like every episode is an interview with like someone cool. So for example, uh, Maria Bamford. Yay, Maria Bamford. Uh, Colin Hanks, uh, John Oliver, Simon Pegg, Brian Crankston, Tom Green, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Dana Gould, J.J. Abrams, David Tennant, Stephen Merchant, Conan O'Brien, Neil Patrick Harris, Keelan Peel, Seth Green, uh, Tina Fey, Aaron Paul, Mel Brooks, Gabe Newell. Um, yeah. So, I, 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 they, they have obviously have a lot of connections. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, epic Meal Time. So... Um, they talk to some cool people on that show. So the Nerdist Podcast, they also have a YouTube channel where they bowl with um, the cast of Breaking Bad, which is fun. Nice. And which is how I discovered them. because I was YouTubing Breaking Bad and uh, I saw that. And I was like, oh, I'll check them out. I'll check their podcast. And it's really cool. So I like their podcast. And that's it for me, really. So Duke, boo. Yeah, Duke, over to you. Yeah, over to me. I'm going to shout out Bethesda for making... What the f- Why is there so many problems with this game all of a sudden? I was doing fine, and then I got up to level 59, and everything started getting buggy. Gah! They're too busy uh, making bugs in Fallout 4. That's right. Yeah, I know, right? Um, anyway, uh, so we have a new member. Uh, not really a new member, but Maverick F20 is now Sinkler. So everybody say hi to the sort of new member. Sebular uh, and uh, GPM chatted with me about Skyrim, and uh, Big Bad Daddy is almost done with his new Hunter thing, which I'm looking forward to, but... I don't know. Skyrim's giving me a lot of headaches lately. <gasps> I know. Um, Could be going off. He gave me some R2-D2 info that was interesting. Chris MJW sent me a Skyrim article. There's the people making this fan movie, which, I don't know. It could be good, but it's hard to tell because it's early. 
Uh, Jason Gar sent me some Redbox info. I don't remember exactly what he sent. Uh, Chris Ho said on Twitter, I love you, man. Keep the sound clips coming. Thanks, man. I love you, too. Uh, and, uh, yeah, next Sunday's... Oh, wait, did I shout out the people who played a Gears of War with us? That was awesome. We had a lot of fun with Gears of War 3. Uh, Ian W99, Combat Chinos, Burr Salem, and Thooper. We all played, and we played. We had just enough for Beast Mode, which was fun. I didn't realize there's only 12 levels to that. So we got done with the 12th level, and I was like, oh, I was just getting into it. We're done? Damn. Big Smell is good. It is. It is. And, uh, yeah, we also played some uh, King of the Hill. And when we went in, people were like, oh, we're going to lose. This is going to suck. But we actually did all right. So that was fun. And, yeah, so that was good. Next week, we're going to play Left 4 Dead on the Xbox 360. So join us for that, people. It'll be good. Oh, we're playing Left 4 Dead. Cool. I like that game. Although... I don't think I can come <gasps> I'm almost sure something's happening on Sunday night. Ah. Oh, I know what it is. We're going roller skating because it's half term, so Millie's off school. So we're going roller skating at night instead. So, uh. uh, so I won't roller be able skating, to join you. Steve, you never really yeah, talk about I've not that. mentioned it for I've not mentioned it for a while, to be fair. Yeah. Keep it that way. Anyway, I've got a, a, a particularly special shout out tonight. Oh, particularly, particularly So listen up. Listen up, people. So are you, li- are you listening up? I'm listening up. It's kind of special. Because as, as you may or may not have noticed, Seth McNitt hasn't sent any emails this What's week. up with that? Is he waiting until the last minute? No. I think potentially he's up to something, or he has been up to something. <gasps> up to something what good, he, I'd say. What he's been up to is creating his own podcast. What? Really? Oh... Yeah. Are you not aware of this shit down. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Well, his first episode has released. Oh, has it now? What's it called? It's called The Boss Wave Podcast. I thought he was going to tell me when he did it. Well, he's told Doesn't me. Like you. Oh, likes you. <laughs> uh, it's called The Boss Wave Podcast. It's available on Podbean at the moment. It's not on iTunes just yet. Uh, but he has got a Facebook page called Boss Wave. And it's two words, not all one word. So do be aware. Uh, it's spelled exactly how it's spelled. Not sounds. on Instacast. Uh, it is on Instacast. If you go to the Podbean, you can actually uh, put the RSS feed in there so you can do it, subscribe to it that way. So that's kind of cool. Boss so you can do that on But if you yeah. search for it on Instacast, it doesn't come up. No, it doesn't because it's not on iTunes yet because it uses iTunes for its uh, source for that. <sighs> anyway, it will be on iTunes. Okay. Uh, and basically, it is Seth McNitt. Chris MJW. Chris is on it. Huh? Oh, yeah. He's doing on there. And a guy called Jake, who I'm not sure that's someone who he goes uh, to uni with. So that's who Seth goes to uni with. Uh-huh. Now, interestingly, uh, Seth and Jake are using the um, university facilities, the recording studio there for doing their sort of part of it. So there's... Sounds fantastic, I've got to say. And to be fair, Chris sounds pretty good as well. So it's a very nicely sounding podcast. Very well produced. Great uh, audio. We are. It's very professional. I've got to say, if our first show had sounded anything like this, I'd have been very happy indeed all those years ago. So there you go. So you're saying we sucked when we started? Well, we did. The very first 035s. Well, not necessarily, but it was way more amateur. I've never sucked. Uh, these guys are doing so anyway have a listen it's kind of cool i kind of liked it so there you go boss wave podcast so there you go he's constantly talking about his vita i know great it is 
I know, yeah. He's, he's certainly not defending his position with us anyway. We've not had anything off him. Um, and I'd also like to shout out School for pointing out all the mistakes we made in last week's show. And I believe he'll do it again this week. I'm sure he probably will. There'll, be, there'll have been stuff we've done wrong, you know. But that's what happens. We, we, do, we are what we are. We are what we are because we are human robots. After all... And I think that's it. I mean, I don't think there's anything else to say, is there? No. Yeah, apart from that, there's not a lot left to say. No, no, no new iTunes reviews this week, so that's okay. <laughs> Although iTunes, gotta say, just for quickly mention this, iTunes has been playing up a little bit because I put the show up on Thursday and it finally appeared on iTunes on Sunday. Shit the bed. So it took four What's days. The day this week, yeah. Left for Dead. Yep. Yeah, Left for Dead coming up. You can't beat them apples, that's what I say. Cool, let's get out of here, let's bounce. Yeah, let's get the shit out of here. Gotcha. Thanks for listening, later. everybody. I got seeds to catch. I kick it out, much love. Why don't Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Well, we finished early tonight. That's a change. Yeah, finished early. And I can try to figure out these goddamn Skyrim problems. Absolutely. Well, that's that's Bethesda for you. Yeah, it's awful. Um, Hey, by the way, I've not, you know, I've not mentioned Millie for a bit with a super hexagon stuff. Why? Yeah, well, I was just going to say tonight I, I came downstairs and she was studying on YouTube the very hardest level of super hexagon, like watching someone Shit. playing it. She's she's up for it again. I think she's on it again. I think she's looking at it going, you know what? I'm going to do this shit. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. She 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 was studying hard. I'm like, what are you watching? She's like, oh, super hexagon. I'm like, what? Why are you watching that? It's the hardest level. I want to see how it's done. I'm like, okay. What have you created with that girl? <laughs> you freak! But she plays this. I'll tell you what. She plays all the time. She's playing this weird car parking simulation weird thing. <laughs> just plays that constantly at the moment. Your daughter, with all due respect, she, your daughter's weird. She made me buy it. Didn't I mention it? She made me buy it for her. Because <laughs> she'd been playing the free version for ages, and she's like, can I buy the next, the, the new pack? And I'm like, why? And she's like, oh, because I really want to play it. I played it. And I'm like thinking, well, it's 69p, and I'm guessing you've played a lot of it, so you've got your free money's worth, if you will. So go on, I'll give, I'll give some money called? to the developer. I don't you know. I can't even bloody remember. I deleted it because we've got the. Oh, I've got this. I hate the cloud thing on it because, like, she'll download to me. It just automatically appears on everything else, yeah. and I'm like, sometimes that can be cool, but sometimes it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't want this, on, so I have to spend time deleting all this crap. Like, I don't know, makeup simulation two or something. Yeah, you know, all this crap thing. So. She downloads all these stupid games on there, so... I don't know, but... Yeah, I can't remember. I'll let you know. I'll let Better you know. she do a makeup weird. simulation than, like, actually spending all the time and money on makeup. That's true. That is true. Not long you know. last year before she is. Well, she no, she's into nail polish. That's what she does. Yeah. She does, like... Well, that's how it colors. starts, man. Yeah, she gets, like, three or four different colors and then just does all the nails different colors. She's into all that kind of all stuff. Right. She's a girl. I gotta play this. Yeah. Yeah. You like this right. You, you mean you got better? 
is another site you should check out. Which <laughs> wow, it's easy to play this. On yep. there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts. Similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Many, some people say. Come on, yeah. some might say that. No, no one says that. Then of course you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out, vghub.net. It is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Oh, there you go. Uh, all right. How many on there now? There's loads on there now, isn't there? What? Loads of sites on the, yeah. you know. Yeah, you actually check the Hell yeah, loads of sites. Ch- Look, Chinny, Duke is always on the ball, as we know. You know, he's always, you know, always updates the, the podcast thing on the website and all that stuff as soon as it comes out. You know, busy that man. always happens. He's, busy man. he's, busy man. <laughs> uh, he's always on he it. He gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Just for I'd say. say it. It's fine. <laughs> all, right. all right. I'm out. Yeah, see, see you later. later. Bye for listening. Yeah, Good night. See you, dude. Peace. Bye, everybody. Uh, Till next week, baby. I think. Similar this is the last anyway. episode. Yeah. It's not really. Hey. Welcome back, Rickster, if you're still listening. That's what I say. Listen to one episode. You probably won't even listen to this, will you? Mm. like, one episode and I'll be that. We're like, eh. Anyway, going. Bye.